Welcome back to the Woodsman Podcast. This is your host, Luis Martinez. And with me, as always, Marissa. Hey, Marissa, what's up? Hello. Our uh, lovely studio audience is always happy to see us. And so today we're going to be talking about uh, the Bourne series of films, Marissa's new favorite uh, films to uh, oh, dear God. to watch now. It's not my favorite series. I, I said it before, I think during the Jane Bond uh, marathon that we have done, I don't really like spy movies. Like, there's a few Jane Bond movies that I like, maybe like two to three of them, but that's about it. Other than that, I don't like spy movies. I honestly don't. And the Bourne series is one of the series that I technically could not get into. Yeah, myself, you know, I could, you know, I really enjoy those type of films. I understand that you do because it's more of a main. Of like a manly series. I mean, is it? Actually, it is. My mother doesn't even like these movies. Right. Listen. My grandmother doesn't like these movies. My uh, my grandfather does. Listen, listen. My grandmother doesn't. Listen, because the thing is, uh, between the three of us, well, between you. Me and you, right? Between the two of us, yeah, actually. Dante already likes the films. He already told me, you know, oh, that's a great movie. He hasn't seen, I think it was the 2016 one he hasn't seen. Oh, Jason Bourne? Yeah, I think that's, was that the newer one that came that's, out? That's the newest one that came out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had not seen that one, but he's seen the others. And like the John Wick films. I really don't care for John Wick because, again, do I really want to see a man Figuring out things to kill people with. Not that I have an issue with it. It just listen. Again, listen that. Listen, the story from the first movie is the most brilliant story I have ever. He killed three men in a bar once with a pencil. Yeah. With a fucking pencil. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like again. Do I want to watch a movie to where a guy uses? Things around him to kill people with. If I really wanted to do that, I could just watch any slasher film. But see, like uh, Saw. but see, here's yeah, but that's the thing between between us. Like I, like I would watch movies more for for action yeah. adventure, for 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 some of the drama on it. And, and then and, here's me. And here's I, you. I like blood and gore. You like like the bloodier the, and the gorier, the better for you. In case, in case, and now people are wondering, that doesn't make any sense. John Wick has a lot of blood and gore in it from the scene. Yes, but here's the thing, though. It goes depth into story. The Saw films don't have that. I like fast-paced movies, which is why I like the Avenger movies. Because there's less depth and more fighting in it. It's really a wonder that we're together. Because for me, every time I watch those movies, I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. Just like the movie Teeth. And then, and then we had sex. <laughs> and then I'm just in the corner. Then I'm just in the corner, all traumatized. <laughs> and you really believe a woman's vagina is like that? No, but it's a but 
let's be honest, that was a fucked up movie. It was meant to be a comedy, like a dark comedy film. Dark That's comedy. Dark. Dark comedy. Dark comedy is my ass. That's what it is. And, and and look, and what sucks is that almost every fucking guy in that stupid movie is a fucking shithead. Well, yeah. Like, just like, try to prove a point, man. Our dick. Like, there's that not. That's for a fact. But see, not every guy is a dick. No, not every guy, but. Good amount of guys that I've been with have been assholes. You're not one of them, or Joseph is not one of them. I have been with other men, believe it or not. Yeah, but still, it's. I'm just saying, you know, I'm. I know I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. But still, it's. Good lord. Oh, you like it when I show you these shocked horror films. Then you go watch the human centipede. Oh, no. No, no. I've, <laughs> I've heard things about the human. No. I think clips of it. Because I've watched movie reviews. I've watched people review these movies, of course. And I'm just there looking at the clips for it as well, too. Because they, they do, like, the video clips of it. What are you shaking your head for? Don't watch ever watch, watch Human Centipede. I already know what it is. I've seen clips of it. I want to just watch the clip. Don't ever watch the movie. <laughs> Did you watch the full movie? Oh, there you go. Dante have watched the full movies of uh, Human Centipede. You know, one idea that you had, and and maybe we'll do, you know, once once we move in together and shit, is to it's for us to watch those movies together, just so that I can have like that whole. Shocking, revealing! Oh my god, because I've never seen any of these fucking movies. Because these movies don't I, interest me. I, I've seen clips of the Human Centipede. Just I cannot watch. I I don't think I'd be able to watch the movies at all because they're gross. That's all I have to say. The Human Centipede films are very gross and graphic. Like they don't hide anything, but it makes sense though because it's those indie, uh, foreign films. That's what they are. They're they're, they're foreign films. And, of course, before it films, you're going to get more shock value than you are with American movies. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like a, like a, like a Siberian film. Uh, it's an out-of-country film. It's a, uh, and, well, I think I told you about the film as well, newborn porn. And, and see, the thing is, that, that has never really... At, at all, ever it, interest it's me. It's shock value, it's a thing. That's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like for, supposed to get people to be, oh, God, this is gross. But at the same time, you got to remember, this is a foreign film that you're watching. Yeah, because... There, like there's going to be things where, as Americans, we're not used to. But in their country, well, this is normal to them. Well, here's the thing, because, like, um, because here's, here's the other thing is that both you and I were raised slightly different. Yeah, my mother, it was more, my mother, my stepdad, uh, my stepdad is much more into like the foreign horror films, which is why I know about some of these films, and then my mother just straight up horror, like Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby, fucking other films, I can't remember which other one she likes, but I know those two. My stepdad, uh, he likes foreign films. Like, he had, like, the 13th film collection, which was a set of movies uh, filmed in different areas of 
different parts of the country. Yeah, and, and me and my family, we're just, you know, we're just different. You know, we like more action-adventure comedy films. You know, my Shit. dad... My dad yeah. took me to go and see Star Wars when I was a little kid. Not because he liked Star Wars, but because he knew that I would like it. And let's face it, I think, I think just every little boy uh, likes Star Wars. My first it, horror film was Nightmare on Elm Street. There you go. <laughs> my mom, you know, my mom might be a little different because I remember uh, growing up, my mom did see a lot of those, uh, uh, you know, so, you know, you know, um, I know what you did last summer movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't like those films. Those are too boring for me. Like, they're more thriller than they are slasher. But my mom prefers, again, but my mom does perform more action-adventure movies. Uh, you know which movie? I And I remember this so much. Uh, so, one time my mom took me and my sister to go and see uh, The Wild Wild West. Yeah, oh, I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a god, I mean, yeah, obviously it's a god-awful movie, but when you're a little kid, you're just like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Yeah. We went to go see it. My mom hated that fucking movie. My mom thought that was so, it was so dumb. But here's the thing, but then she would also like movies like Cat in the Hat. Like that film, even as a kid, I didn't like it because it wasn't like the book. Listen, there's just certain, there's some scenes in that movie that's kind of go then, like when like yeah. like when um when Cat chops off his tail. Oh yeah, I like that one. Okay, that scene was funny. And he was like, "Son of a," uh, and, and, and then the next scene, he's there with his lawyers. Like, listen, yeah. I'm not saying. Listen, I'm, I'm not, not saying. saying we have you know, I'm not saying, you know, we're going to sue. I'm All I'm saying is we have a case. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's when you know. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know shit's about to get real. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what movie did I see? I, I know my mother had to. Oh, as a mother-daughter bonding, she took me to go see the Michael Bay version of Friday the 13th. Oh, God. Let me tell you, it's kind of awkward to watch a movie like that with your mother when there's a full-blown sex scene going on and the woman kisses right there in front of the, in front of the theater screen. You know how awkward that is? And then me as a teenager as well, too, who, gets, who basically gets turned on by anything. You're just like, don't get turned on in front of my mother. Don't get turned on in front of my mother. Don't get turned on. Shit. Yes, exactly. And then I'm just there trying to hide everything. And people are like wondering, how horny were you as a teenager? I was very sex, sex deprived as a teenager. So basically, hormones out of fucking control. And it's called being, how old was I? 16? Yeah, I was 16 at the time. 16, 17? I wasn't getting anything. Not until she turned 18 and met me. Yeah, yeah. No, but I saw that movie way before I even met you. So there was that. So that was interesting. My mother liked the film because of how fast they made Jason and how fast paced it was. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, no. That remake, like I said, I mean, like we said on our on our uh, Halloween special, what was it, like uh, a couple of years ago? 
yeah. where we saw those movies. Uh, that movies, that remake did, did I think was a lot better than the um, originals. No, 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 no. The remake was better than the uh, Nightmare remake. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, that well, this one came out first before Nightmare. Yeah, but it still sucks that that night, yeah. Nightmare didn't do too good. I know, which is disappointing. But yeah, you see, that's where we come from. My mother has always been into more of the slasher horror films. So has my stepdad. Then there's me, who basically grew up in that environment. Yeah, but again, I never did. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's a good thing, bad thing. I really, I really it's couldn't totally, tell you. I think what it is is just how different our parents are. Like yeah. my mother, which is interesting. If you think about it, we're morally, you know, raised differently. I know Dante parents raised him on action films as well too, but not only action, but more of the horror stuff as well too, like me. Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, my parents have tried to raise me a little differently, but you know, one yeah. thing, but the one thing I didn't like how I was uh, being raised. Were you not allowed to watch R-rated movies at a younger age? No, no, I mean, no, I did watch some of them, but yeah, no, I was never allowed to watch R-rated movies uh, much growing up. Except for weirdly Steven Seagal films. That's odd. That's why that's why that's why I'm a huge, you know, Steven Seagal cuz cuz I think my parents just saw that as more of an of an action film series. Yeah. You know, not too much gore and very little titties. Yeah. Very well, little. Here, yeah, here's the thing though. My first horror film watching was because, again, my stepdad always enforced the rule that I wasn't allowed to watch, you know, extreme rated R films like anything that had, like, sex in it or tits in it at a younger age. But the first horror film that he actually did let me watch without anything was the first Alien film. Well, yeah, because there's really nothing, nothing... There's really nothing, but it was still a horror film because, well, they, that was how the first movie was it. Was was just it was more suspense. Yeah, no, you know what's you know you know what is interesting is that is that uh, even though, like towards the end of the movie, like Ripley gets naked to go to go to sleep and shit. You don't even though, see it much. Yeah, yeah, it's not really sexy. It's not really you know. It's just like going, oh, you know, that's how my mother used to sleep. Yeah, she's I just mean, she's just taking off her clothes just to go to sleep. There's nothing really going on. Yeah. Like oh ooh, hey she's getting naked come on you got like. Even then, still, I don't care about the woman's body because my mother, I used to, as a kid, I don't do that as an adult. I moved out of my mother's house, but as a kid, though, my mother would be naked in front of me constantly, and I, I just never cared. Well, I mean, I would, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's to be kind of expected. I mean, you got, you know, yeah. it's two women, you're two women yeah. growing up and shit. Like, yeah. I can understand I, that. I imagine as a boy, it's probably a little bit different. Because my mother never did that much in front of my brother, only with me. Which is like, okay, but yeah. Again, I don't know what my stepdad was so concerned about. My mother even told him, it's a woman's body. This is, but the sex, this is my mother. My mother tried to explain to him that I was going to go out and have sex later on. And, you know, later on in life. Which, you know, became true. Yeah, very true. Well, yeah, <laughs> but again, I see what my mother pointed. There's no point in hiding it. 
I never understood. Kids are gonna grow up. Yeah, I never understood that either. You, you know, you know. I know parents try to hide that shit from their kids. It's like you can't hide it because they're gonna go out and do it. Yeah, and for me, I would rather my kids go out and and and, and have you know what they're doing besides hiding it and find out. Oh, wait a minute. Well, not just well, not just sixteen are pregnant. Well, not just that, but but you know. Having as much education as possible is not a bad idea, especially uh, especially with again. I mean, if kids are gonna do something, they're gonna do it. Yeah, they are one way or another. One way or the other. So. In the back of a pickup truck somewhere, or in the parking lot somewhere in someone's car, or motel room, if they could get one. Okay, I get it. Stop telling everybody about our sex life. I know, I know, but still. Anyway, but no, like, but you know, like I said, I mean, there, I mean, there's just some things again, like I just don't agree. I don't agree with, and I think you find that out later on in life. You know, when you're getting yeah. older and you realize, huh? You know, my parents should never should not have done that. Exactly, my stepdad would treat my sister like that. This is him. He, my sister's over 16 years old, 16, 17 years old, and he still not allowing her to watch any type of, sh- you know, TV show or movie that had nudity in it. But I it, already try, as a full-grown adult, you know, I think I have a, I have a right now to say something, you know, as, you as think an adult. So, you think so, but then, but then they always clap back and be like, well, oh, well, there are kids. We know how yeah, to raise exactly. them. Yeah, that's his thing. This is, that's my daughter, but I'm like going to look. She's almost at it. She's already at that age to where the hormones are already acting up. I'm not calling my sister a slut or anything. I'm just saying, eventually, she is gonna want to go out and have sex. And you know, you know what I think. If he doesn't do something, I'm saying if he doesn't do something about it or tell her things or something, it's gonna get worse. You know what I think was a mistake. That my parents did with me. Try to shelter you as a child. <laughs> well, not just that. What? Um. Look, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand why my dad did this. But my dad put like a lot of emphasis on on on, on being good in school. Like he he put a lot of emphasis on me bringing home A's and B's. Where I was really more of a. Yeah. C C student, C plus student. Like I was more average than I was exceptional, which nothing wrong with that, but you know, my dad just took it as hey, you know, you shouldn't be getting those type of grades. Which is like if you I uh, again with me, I was in I was in learning classes because of the fact I was uh I was having trouble. Right. And I have dyslexic and they had to put me in those classes. I was having more trouble with understanding and reading that day with anything else, but I got the grades because I got the help that I needed. A lot of kids don't get that. Well, here's the thing. Like, I never understood why my dad was, like, so, like... Pressuring you to get all these Yeah, pressuring me to get all those grades because it wasn't as though he was the one helping me with my homework. Here's the thing. What helped me... and I think if it was the opposite, I think you probably would have done that a little bit better. My parents, 
I don't know if you noticed it, my parents never pressured me to do to do good in school. They never pressured me. They did if I didn't even expect me to pass my classes. No, like they didn't expect me to, to have good grades. And did you see how well I did in school with my grades? No, you did really I, great. I, I was a straight A student because my mother never told me to sit down and do my homework. She never, you know, she never yelled at me about getting good grades. Her thing is, my mother only thing was I need to graduate from high school. That was about it. That's all she said to me was that she wanted me to graduate high school. Which is not even pressuring. It just tell me, hey, this is what I expect of you. Hey, but you but know, she but she didn't expect of me to get good grades. But I did because she never, she never yelled at me about it. No, like you know, I wish, and and the thing is, I would do this. You know, if I, if I ever have kids, I yeah. think the way to do it would be to tell your kids, like, hey, just do the best that you can. Yeah. If you can, if you can. Look me in the eye and tell me that the grade that you got was the best grade that you can get. Yeah. Then, then, then we'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's what my mother told me too. This shirt, if that's the best, can. If there's homework you don't understand, either take it and do that at inside classroom, or just tell the teachers that I just couldn't do it and just accept the grades that I got. Yeah. And my mother would not yell at me about it. Because the thing is, there's now, so, because the thing yeah. is, there's certain subjects that I was good at, and there's just certain subjects that I'm not, that I'm yeah. like terrible at. It. Math, I math, math and science, I, I was, I was dog shit terrible at math and science. Uh, mine was English, and then math, and now you're fu- fucking possibly wondering why? Why was English the hardest for you? I'm dyslexic. You see how hard that would be? Yeah, that would be. Yeah, no. For, yeah, I know. I know. With, with I, I know writing, what. With the writing and reading. Yeah, I know what dyslexia is. Yeah, that's what I. You know, that's what sucked for me. I hated reading and I hated doing the writing assignments because the fact they wanted to have like the perfect paragraphs, I could never fucking do that. Yeah. Math. And- I I just hated math because I don't understand. I never understand algebra, but yet I always got B. Yeah, and you know another thing for me, like I said, you know I was terrible at, at, at math and yeah. science, but I was really good at, at at English. I was exceptional. I was a, an exceptional reader. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, no, my whole I was good at everything else. Science, I was good at history. I was good at PE. I was on the track team, so that doesn't fucking count. I mean, track was my thing back then because I opted out of PE. I just went on track and they counted that towards my PE credits. No, you know what? Um, I remember, you know, you know, every time we, you know, there was like an English class and there was like a short story that we had to read. Yeah. Not only would I read that, but I would also go to the other, to the other pages and start reading the short stories from there. Oh yeah, going on ahead. Yeah. Going on ahead. I used to, I do that. I did that all the time. And like I said, you know, I'm still I'm still a strong reader. I was yeah. such a strong reader that I did not took I didn't take any reading classes all throughout high school. And even oh, yeah. and even into community college, I was exempt from those classes because yeah. my reading comprehension skills was at such a high level. Yeah. And yeah, that's what yeah. And history. I I, I think history is fascinating to me. Yeah. 
Like, I, I would agree with you on that one. My favorite subject of history was, uh, I don't know if you had it or not, the subject in history, we had to do, you know, an, an essay. Of course, they're not marking you for your, you know, for how you write or anything or how, you know, how your writing is, as long as you get the work done. But it was like on, like, on like evil dictators and, and killers and shit like that from the 1800s and shit like that, you know, right. far back. I remember my the one fascinating case because I was that weird kid. I was like that weird teenager that was fascinated more of the you know of the darker side of history, like with Jack the Ripper, Vlad uh, the Impaler, Elizabeth Bathory. I was interested in that shit in history, so I ended up doing a, an actual essay on both Vlad the Impaler and uh, Elizabeth Bathory. You probably you probably remember this, uh, but you know, I didn't. You know, I was that type of kid that would stay that would stay home watching movies or or videos or watching whatever is on TV on uh, on Friday nights. Right? I didn't go right. out. I didn't you know party or drink or anything like that. Not until much later in life, unfortunately. But I was that type yeah. of kid that didn't that didn't go out on a Friday night. And I don't know if you remember this, but remember? Um, Did you not have friends? I did. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, the only friend I had was Isaac. Oh, that's yeah. That's yeah, he was. Yeah, no, Isaac. I would say Isaac was my best friend in high was school. Your best friend was my best friend because you know he would sleep over at my house. Nothing to that. Uh, do you want me to make the gay joke now or later? <sighs> Go for it. Oh, God. Say, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with you and your friends. So, so who is on top and who is on bottom? Uh, we didn't share the same fucking bed, if that's what you're thinking. So uh, what I'm hearing is you're the little spoon then. We didn't share a bed, nothing like that. I slept on my bed, and he slept on the and floor. You know, it was like it's a little bit weird that he went over to spend the night at your house. Why? I don't know about you, but I, 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 again, it's very abnormal where guys go over to spend the night, and I have noticed, and I have known this because my ex used to go over to a guy friend's house and spend the night. Till I found some things out, which. I'm like going, oh, well, listen, that explains a lot. Listen, now. listen, I don't know what... Are you your, sure Isaac wasn't gay for you? Listen, I don't know what your ex was up to. You know, me and Isaac, we were just but playing... But I, But, you know, me and Isaac, we were, we were just... We were just uh, uh, up all night playing video games and shit. And talking anime. That's it. Is that what they call it nowadays? Is that what they called it back then? You know, playing video games, watching anime, and talking about Bigfoot. Oh, yeah, sure. When I talk about Bigfoot, I'm fucking insane. But when he does it, he's normal. Listen, even I told him that I don't think Bigfoot exists. So trust me, I've been having this conversation for, for years. You know, just my luck that I met, I met two people that have strong Bigfoot opinions. Oh, Isaac even was into Bigfoot, but then again, you know, maybe he is a missing link himself. 
It's <laughs> fucking. Uh, you know what? You know what? I gotta do this. I gotta do this. Where is it? Uh, God damn it. Uh, but, but yeah, no, like all throughout high school, you know, but you probably also saw this too. Uh, did you, did you ever watch the History Channel? If I say no, does that make me a horrible being? No, because sometimes the History Channel will bring on certain interesting um, specials. I know the history, yeah, I saw the History Channel because they had one on a Bigfoot special and then UFO specials. But did you see the one about vampires? Yes, I did see that one. Yeah, so did I. You, you know, finding out that Elizabeth Battery was this fucking crazy ass white woman that just was luring girls in, killing them, and then bathing in their blood. It worked. I mean, technically, if you really think, and the, uh, as an occultist, and as someone who actually says the occult and, is into, and who is actually into witchcraft, uh, bathing in blood, it is considered, especially virgin's blood, is believed that you could get younger. Of course, you know, in a lot of rituals, you know, blood is a necessary thing. And my thing, I don't even think she was technically a vampire. Possibly a witch. At best. Using blood magic. Yes, but I will, I will uh, make the note that we do not think you should uh, be drinking bathing, blood bathing or bathing blood. in blood or anything. Anything blood related just, at all. Yes, yeah, We don't condone uh, that. Because here's the thing, uh, back then there wasn't as many uh, STDs, in fact, any at all. Uh, nowadays, it's unsafe now. And you know, and back, you know, and back in high school, I was really obsessed with vampires. That's why you like Twilight. I did not like fucking <laughs> Twilight. God, I'm don't with you. say that. Okay, for the demo, the, uh, the one that you probably like is a Bram Stoker Dracula movie. It has Keanu Reeves in it. You know, that's the one Dracula movie I didn't watch. You never watched that one? I find it the most romantic film ever. No, no, like uh, like the one, uh, well, you know, I watched, you know, mostly, uh, you know, the Blade vampire series. Yeah. You know, I was watching that. I was watching more of the... Buffy and Angel series. Oh yeah, Buffy and Angel. But I highly recommend if you like, if you want to see like a younger Keanu Reeves. Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah like no, like baby, at- right? Yeah, no, I I understand yeah. that. Like the one. Oh my god! But no, so. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. And then with and then with uh, Johnny Depp's ex uh, ex fiance Winona Ryder is also in the film as well too. Uh, Gary Oldman is in the film. Yeah, he's Dracula. Yeah, and I he think actually makes a very sexy Dracula. And I think uh, Odin. Odin's in the movie too. Yeah, a younger, younger version of him. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, shit, I'm blanking on the name. 
I don't think he played Helsing, did he? No, he did play Helsing. Oh, he played, uh, I forgot his name. It's Helsing, his first name. Last name is Helsing, though. Yeah, Abraham. Yeah, yeah, Abraham Helsing, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, uh... Again, I, I highly recommend that, but I have it on DVD. Yeah, Anthony Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins, yeah. Uh, I actually have the movie on DVD, so that'd be something we could watch. Oh, yay. But, um... I, I recommend the movie. I think you'll possibly like it, because it's not... Believe it or not, it does have horror elements in it, but I don't consider it a horror film. Oddly enough. You know what? I always, um, I've always wanted. What, makes... what? You know what? I've always wanted to read the books. Uh, I highly recommend the book. I highly recommend the Dracula, uh, Bram Stoker Dracula book. And I recommend Aunt Rice Vampire Chronicles, which is Interview with the Vampire. Uh, she did three stories Interview with the Vampire, Let's Dad, and Queen of the Damned. Yeah, Queen of the Damned. I haven't read Last Dad yet. I don't know when that takes place, uh, book-wise, but I know Queen of the Damned is the one where we get into, like, Vampire Masquerade, which is basically Hollywood vampires, which vampires owning nightclubs, doing heavy metal concerts, and telling people secretly in their songs that they're vampires. Going out and secretly having clubs to where they use humans as basically feeding ground and the humans are, you know, basically allow it. Right. That's where, I think that's where Blade got his thing from as well too because if you look at Blade and you see like some of the scenes where they have like the vampire clubs and everything, I think they took some of that from Anne Rice and Anne Rice, Queen of the Dam. Yeah, no, yeah, right, 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 right. Well, anyways... So that's how we were like in high school. Just to yeah. give you just to give you a taste of how we were. Just yeah. lonely, lonely virgins. I had a thing for werewolves and vampires for the longest time. You still have a thing for, for werewolves. The fuck the, are you talking about? Because here's the thing for Brad Joker Dracula. What is Dracula really doing that short? He's just trying to get back with his reincarnated lady. Is that really a crime? Despite the fact that he had three other ladies waiting at the house? Those are his vampire wives. But here's the thing, though. He actually really loved her when he was human. He only using those three as just something to pass by, but he could kill them if he wanted to. Right. So really, it I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. But yeah, still, you, I am you, just know, saying. you can't do wrong. So what did Dracula really do that was wrong? <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, so what have you been up to besides uh, besides old dad? Uh, I got my COVID shot today. I know you did. Uh, congratulations. Got my first one. I got to go back in two weeks to get the second one. And then afterwards, hopefully in October, because I'm going to start saving now. Uh... Of course, my mother told me, told me, don't try going to Universal because of the fact tickets might be sold out by then. Because, you know, everyone wants to go back out to Universal. So I think Universal is going to be canceled this October, sadly, for me at least. So what are you planning on doing? 
coverage and going down to Palmdale again, uh, seeing my family again because uh, my grandfather's birthday is is in October. Oh, nice. Okay. So, I think you know, before anything should happen, I'm not saying that my grandparents are old enough to go that far, but they're getting up there in age. If you get what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Yeah, and I want to see them just in case, you know, you know, just in case something should happen. Right, 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 right. Because yeah. uh, my grandfather's like, what, 80, 84, 85? I think he's 84. Yeah, he's up there in age. Yeah. So I want to, you know, see my, I want to at least see them, you know, just in case, you know, if I can't make it in the future. Okay. I don't want to have, yeah, I don't want to have any regrets of like, oh, God, I should have seen them. Uh, then I'm going to take a trip back, uh, while coming back up to Washington. I am going, I'm not going to go up to, I'm not coming back home right away. After I get done visiting you and visiting my grandparents, if you choose to come back to Palmdale. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you're going to be, uh, in this trip, you're probably going to be with Joseph, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again. Again, I know. But I don't like to travel because he's willing to travel with me. In all honesty, I don't like traveling alone. Yeah, but it, I really don't. Yeah, but okay, okay, but like, let's pretend you know I went to go and see you. What are we gonna be doing? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, not unless you want to go watch a movie or something. You know? Yeah, I might want to do that. It really depends what they're to do in October because again. My whole thing was I wanted to go to Universal, but if it's going to be packed and crowded, which I don't want to have to deal with lines like that. It probably will be. Yeah, and then with tickets being sold out. And the thing is, and, and the thing is, is that we have like a new uh, coronavirus variant in here in California, the, the Delta really? one. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah, they're already telling people, hey, even if you're vaccinated... You know, wear a mask. Yeah. At all times. Yeah. Pretty pretty much. Yeah. So we're back to being masked. So we'll see what happens. Well, everyone's over here is going maskless because we don't even have that over here. The only movie that I could see that we want to watch in October is No Time to Die. Is that a horror film? That's the new James Bond movie. Oh. I mean, I guess we could always watch Venom. Let's. Let there be carnage. Just, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Like I said, it depends on when you get here and everything. Yeah. And then uh, after visiting down there, I'm taking a trip up to Northern California, and I'm going to be seeing Tempest for the first time and see how that goes over. Right. That's going to be more in the San Francisco area. But and didn't, then but, I'm going home. But but yeah, but you're but again, you're also gonna be seeing him with uh, with Dante. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, him and Dante already know each other, and yeah. Yeah, but still. And, but, really, but still, still what? No, I'm just saying. Dante already Dante already said, you know, if me and Tempest are ever gonna do anything, he's gonna walk around the area. Okay. What about what about you and uh, what about you and me? Dante's not gonna walk around in Palmdale. You fucking crazy. I mean, I guess you could always. Palmdale is the worst area to walk around by yourself in. I guess you could always watch. Oh my god, I, I'm not. I'm not performing any sexual act while someone is watching. 
I'll play some in front of my. Uh, uh, I'll play some in front of the TV with headphones on. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know either. Anyway, move. Yeah, na- yeah, naturally, I cannot travel alone. Even if I took a plane, I'm still not traveling alone. I don't like that feeling. I know. Yeah. But anyways. Um. But yeah, what's been going on with me? Uh, you know, I've already finished watching all of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Again? Yeah, I finished watching it. All, all, all the seasons. I'm I done. I you already finished it. No, 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 no. I finished it recently. Because uh, every month I like to watch a new series or something. Let me get no new series for you. Well, you know, now that I'm done with Buffy, I'm probably going to go ahead and start watching all of Supernatural. I'm on season eight or end of season eight and starting up season nine. Yeah, so. Are and, we going to be reviewing Supernatural? Maybe, but that'll it's be. Already, it, it's already done, you know. I know, I know, I know, but yeah. it's going to be more down, down the road kind of thing. Way down the road kind of thing. But yeah, I finished watching Buffy. I'm, well, I, you know, I'm on the final season of Angel. Uh, you know, one TV show that I started uh, watching, one brand new TV show I started watching, was uh, was uh, you know Jeremy Clarkson, the uh, the TV presenter from uh, Top Gear. Yeah. The the British version. Well, you know, he got fired from Top Gear, and then he went over to Amazon and started doing the same thing in, over on Amazon. Oh Jesus! But the thing is that before. Before COVID, before the quarantine, he decided to uh, do a show about him doing something on his farm. Yeah. And and again, he doesn't know anything about farming. He doesn't know anything about farming shit, or so. It's, so it's been really funny and interesting <laughs> to watch oh, is him. Oh, that what you were showing me? Is yeah. That him with... Oh, okay. Because I'm here, like going, the fuck is this shit? Because I don't know who the hell that guy was. You just showed me some type of farming thing and I'm like going yeah because I didn't because yeah, I they- didn't know because the thing is, is that I showed uh, I showed Marissa this clip of of them because I didn't know this but sheep apparently boy sheep like I, like the next day or so when yeah. they're born you have to cut off their their balls you have to castrate yeah. them pretty much because then they'll start Doing things with the other girls, and usually the other girls would be that, their sisters. Yeah. And you don't want that. You don't want that because that leads to actually a lot of uh, health problems like, later on down the bloodline. Yeah, and but the but the thing is, is that again, you know, you know, Jeremy is like, oh, I don't know if I could, uh, I don't know if I could do that, and I'm just like, yeah, me too. I don't think I could do that either. Yeah, but which is better, that or them causing issues? I know, but still, I'm just like, oh my god! Uh, oh yeah, they, they castrate poor, them. And poor like, boy. Oh, that's how it is on the farm. Like I didn't, like I didn't want them to do I that. I knew this already because, again, uh, I have my step side of the family all always had a farm, and they always tell stories. And yet, that was one of the things because they had uh, they had sheep, and that is something you have to do. You have to castrate the males. Sadly. Sadly. But, you know, I didn't know that. 
there's a lot of things I didn't know. But the, but the thing with Jeremy that's funny is that in the very first episode, you know, he doesn't know what type of tractor to buy. He, he knows he has to buy a tractor, but he doesn't know what type of tractor to buy, right? That's easy. You usually go for the John. You can't, you can never go wrong with John Deere for the John Deere uh, tractors. He bought the biggest fucking tractor. Like, it's so big that he couldn't even put it inside his uh, his little shed, right? Yeah. All, all because it's a Lamborghini tractor. Oh, God. <laughs> you go with John Deere, they usually have, like, small... Because John Deere are like, the smaller tractor. Unless you want to get something big, but that's, like, if you own, like, fucking acres and acres of land. Well, he, he does... John he does Deere. see... Well, you know, you know, you know, it's, it's just that the Clarkson... Does seem to own like a pretty sizable, uh, yeah. uh little farm because he is because he has sheep. He has, uh, uh, like I said, he's he's starting to do crops and shit. So it yeah. is interesting. But yeah, he bought the biggest tractor he could find, just because it was a Lamborghini tractor and he could go fast, fast and powered. The only thing that I know from a tractor because my step grandfather he always go for always go for John Deere he says he always said always go for John Deere uh, stuff because they're easier to use and they're not too big. Right, 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 right. But they still get the work done. Whatever you need done, it still does the work, you know. Right, and then and then like the big. Like the big tractor, you know what those are used for? What? Like field working. All right. And then, uh, you know, the other thing that I've been, uh, you know, the other interesting thing is that he he uh, he built himself like a little shop to to sell his own his own stuff, right? Right. Like his own eggs, his own his own honey, and everything. You know what the name of the shop is called? What? Diddly Squat. The diddly, di- squat. the diddly squat shop. So yeah, that's kind of a little funny. Uh, the other thing that I was watching, um, I was wa- I finished watching Castlevania. You know the the newest season that that came out on Netflix. And and I know we're getting another Castlevania series, but not one. That stars um, the Belmont family. Well, it's gonna be another. It's gonna be a, a different Belmont, but not the Belmont yeah. that we've been watching up until now. Uh, it's not gonna be a because the one we're watching was Trevor, right? Right. Trevor Belmont. Yeah. Because the thing is, if you don't know about about the Castlevania series, that's the, always a different Belmont. Yeah, each Castlevania series has a different Belmont. Yeah. That goes around fighting the curse of Dracula and all that shit. Which I'm here going, I'm okay with this, in all honesty. I just hope, you know, I just hope that there's people out there that understand, look, look, like if you play the games, you will understand there's always a different Belmont or a different main character of some kind. Because the, uh, because the mobile games had different main characters. They weren't part of the Belmont family. And then there were also other games as well too that didn't have the Belmont as well too. Right, right, right. Uh, hold so on, give me, give me, so give me a minute. All right. <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry. 
God damn it, yeah. sorry. I, yeah, I sneeze and it, and it moved the mic. Oh my god. So yeah, so I'm trying to put it all back together. But yeah, no, I know like different like different Belmonts are in, are in different, different games. Fa- different yeah, different main characters. Which is like I hope we get some based off of, you know, like I forgot uh, which one Richter. it was. Yeah, Richter. There's another one with that had Cornell in it, the werewolf. There was a game based off of him, but for like Nintendo 64. I hope we would get something similar to that. But yeah, there's different things. And again, if you like Castlevania, then okay, cool. If you like the game, then understand you're not getting the same characters. Well, you're you know, not getting different characters. Well, you know, I I recently bought when well, I recently it was a couple months ago, but I did bought the Castlevania collection for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. It you know what's one of my you know what's quickly becoming one of my favorite games to play on that fucking system? Really? You know no, you know what's you know what's one of my favorite games to play oh, on uh, on the collection? Kid Dracula. I never played that one. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the idea that Kid Dracula is canon. <laughs> But it's not canon, though. I don't. I I doubt that it's canon, but I just find it. Because if I never heard of it, because no one talks about in the Castlevania community, no one talks about Kid Dracula. So I'm just here going, that must not be canon. Then it it has it can't be really. I mean, if it is, then that is fucking weird. I think it came out for the Famicom. I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah. You know what? Let me Google that real quick. Yeah, because I think it. It only came out in Japan, like it didn't really come out. Oh yeah. Here in here in America, sorry about that. But that's uh, okay. But if, if no one has ever heard of it, then it can't Kid be canon. Then Dracula it came out in 1990. Uh, it was released in Japan for the Famicom. It is considered a parody of the Castlevania series. Oh, it's a parody. Okay, so it's not. Okay, so it's not really a, a Castlevania game. But again, I just I just laugh at the idea that it could be. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. That would be interesting, but... The self-proclaimed demon king, King Dracula, has awoken from a long sleep. Only to this... Sorry. Stupid. Yeah, stupid mic. I, I kind of want to get a new mic and a boom arm, but... Yeah, it's a Kid Dracula, but yes, Yeah, Kid Dracula has a... Yeah, I'm, I'm reading the wiki. Yeah, Kid Dracula has yeah. awoken from a long sleep. Only to discover that the demon Galamov has challenged him. Swiping his father's cape, it is up to Kid Dracula to set out on an adventure to destroy the monster and retake his throne. After battling through dangers and demons, Kid Dracula defeats Galamov. This causes him to become famous throughout the land, with all the monsters in Transylvania showing up at his castle wanting to be his friend. Aww... Okay, so here it is, family. Dracula, father. Okay, Alcar, possibly brother or alternate identity. <laughs> is this fucking canon or is it not canon? Because if you look at the wiki, it's showing Castlevania shit. Right. But I'm here going... I don't know. I'm confused now. Everything that I know is a lie. We're all confused. Like, it, 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 it says... Which means it should not be in canon, 
But at the same time, though. Are you are you reading this off the Castlevania wiki? Yes. Yes, I'm on the Castlevania wiki. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because they got like main characters, Trevor Belmont, you know, you know about his Alcard, Hector. Yeah, other characters, and I and then I see you know Kid Dracula. Is this canon? Is this like a side thing? There's a reference about the the time we were being sent from 10,000 years in the future, a nod to Kid Dracula's age. Kid Dracula appears 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 as a spirit in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch. I did not know that. It's I don't know. Kid Dracula appears as a secret item in the Legend of the Mystical Ninja for the Super NES and Game Boy Advance. Is it is this canon? I don't know. I just I people who follow me, people who follow me on Twitter, please tell me if this is canon or not. I would like to know. I am confused. Okay, but look at him. Tell me, me on Twitter, tell me that's not adorable. It's adorable. But if you follow me on Twitter, please tell me this is canon or not canon for Castlevania. Because if so, it'd be interesting to see like a kid's, what they could do, make this into a kid's anime version of Castlevania. <laughs> oh, God. Now you're thinking about it. You know, the, you know how Castlevania is mainly for the adults and older teens? Kid Dracula for kids. You know what's funny is that this could be just a kid version of Alucard. It could be. Well, it does say they're part for brother alternate identity. Yeah, or there alternate identity. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it could be a kid version of of Alucard. Because the thing is, they're both half vampires. Yeah. So that's the thing. And it doesn't really say that Dracula had any more kids after Alcard. Yeah. So who knows? But I just think it's funny. It is funny. All right. So moving on. Um, hey. So you know, Fourth. You know, this weekend is the Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, I had to go pay my rent today because the bank is going to be closed on Monday. Because of it. Right, no, Which I understand that. makes no then. sense. Like, it doesn't make sense because it's the day after 4th of July, but... Yeah, like... You know, a, I, I, it's yeah. a credit year, and I'm not going to question it. Yeah, like the meatpacking facility that I work at, apparently it's going to be closed that Monday as well. well oh, so no work for you. Well, I mean, no work initially, but I still have to go in, check, you know, get the temperature readings, all that, do my patrols, you know. You get holiday pay, though, technically. Would that still be considered a holiday pay for you? It's a federal holiday, so I should. All right. Because I know Dante's getting holiday pay because he has to work on the 4th of July. Yeah, I have to work on 4th of July, too, you know, so yeah. I, so hopefully I do get uh, do get the monies. Uh, yeah. But now the reason I said that was because the other day uh, the LAPD decided to celebrate uh, uh, celebrate Fourth of July 
by blowing up their own truck. That was the LAPD. I thought that was the bomb squad. That was the LAPD bomb squad. It's, it's still the LAPD. Apparently the bomb squad is different, isn't it? It's, 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 I don't know. Because the bomb squad usually deals with actual bomb. They don't deal with, uh, you know, threats. They deal with threats, but only like bomb threats in airports. Because, because the thing is, if for anyone that doesn't know what happened, um, the LAPD was called on to the new, was called the other day to contain about five hundred pounds of illegal fireworks. Yeah, and I think what like it's a, very common to see a lot in California because people go down to Mexico for just like illegal shit and they bring it back. Yeah, there's something going on with your mic. Is there? Oh, no, I have the fan. Yeah, there you go. No, no, like I... Like yeah, I, no, I, I have the fan. Yeah, you sound a little bit different. No, like, not, like I, I think one of the fireworks that was recovered was like a, a couple of M80s. Oh, yeah. But yeah, here's... you're not technically allowed to have those. <clears throat> okay, but here's the problem, right? So... So apparently the LAPD decided... To go ahead and ignite the fireworks to dispose of the uh, of the things to dispose of it right there in a residential neighborhood. Oh, you're not supposed to do. Aren't you supposed to take them somewhere else? Yeah. Or maybe they just couldn't do it there for some odd reason. Yeah, they had to do it there because for some reason. They yeah, they because they usually don't do that unless it's. And unless they can't, unless there's actually something hazardous going on. And apparently it's been, it, like, there's at least 17 hurt during that whole detonation. And the, uh, not only that, but, like, fucking, um, what was it? like? And then, like, uh, storefronts and homes have been wrecked by it. But see, what's interesting is the LAPD is not taking responsibility for an explosion they that to, they caused. They need to take responsibility because they're not. Okay, I can get it. It's probably not on them. Possibly something happened with the fireworks because that's an explosive. Do you know how unpredictable the things are? But they did it to themselves. They put it in the yeah. truck. They they did the whole thing. And now and now they're trying to backtrack like. Oh well, we did it. Well, we're investigating. Like what investigating? You guys did it. They're trying Have to they put. Seriously, do that thing that they're investigating when they. Oh my god, this is so stupid. It's like yes, it blew up on your end. Tess, it's your fault. No, and you know what's so okay. So here's. So I don't know if this was like an LAPD spokesman or whatever. Yeah. But there was a police officer who admitted. I'm trying to find the video of. Did he admitted that it's on them? Yeah, they admitted they were gonna detonate it, like like yeah. right before they detonated it. Uh. Like right before they did the thing. But yeah, and now they're trying to. You know, the thing they're trying to blame it on is that they're trying to blame it on the people that had the fireworks. Well. 
Exactly. They, they, they're all fault too for breaking it in there. Like, who, need, who needs that much firepower? Really? And aren't M80s like half a, like half a stick of dynamite? Yes. Yes, they are. Who the fuck, you know, buys that for a firework? Somebody, somebody that wants to blow shit up. Clearly, but still, that's something that you we're, don't mess with. Oh, you know, uh, you know that a firework incident that happened at, uh, that happened in California? It was M80 fireworks. Nice. But you can't, none of that shit would fuck your day up. Yeah, you see? And now, and now, you know, the police department saying, you know, that they don't want to take any, you know, you know, any type of, uh, what is it? Good, I can't think. They don't want to take, like, any fault to it. Because half of homes got destroyed because of it. Yeah, he's just shaking his head. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, they're not... Yeah, they're placing the blame on the people that had the fireworks, so I'm pretty sure that once that shit goes to trial, and, yeah. you know, they're going to... It's, it's their fault, too, because who needs that much explosive? Dante, don't raise your hand. I know you do. He raised his hand. Raised his hand. You know, that's the kind of explosions that he needs. <laughs> no, that's dangerous. Do you know how dangerous that is? Not only that, but it's 500 pounds. I, do you need 500 pounds of anything? 500 pounds of weed, yes. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> we say yes to that. Still, though. And like I said, they're trying to place the blame on anybody but themselves. Okay. It's both of their, of their fault. The severance you brought it in, it's their fault because they're not supposed to have that much explosion. There's a reason why they're called illegal fireworks. You're not supposed to have them. Okay, but bomb squad is that fault for blowing up half a bunch of homes? Okay, but you know the thing is, is that uh, you know the other day you and I we were talking about uh, about what's been going on in um, in Portland. Oh yeah, the crime ran up. The crime rate went up to eight hundred percent. You know how much crime that is. That sounds like a lot of crime. That is, and, and most of them are homicide. Right. And, you know, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, you're telling me like, oh, well, you know, this is what we get for trying to uh, defund the police. Yeah. And, okay. It's a, it's a domino. You got to remember, it's a domino effect. Well, here's the thing. You know what domino effect is? Yeah, I know what domino effect yeah. is. But, okay, here's the thing. Yes, I will agree that defunding the police may not be a... Uh, Good idea. Yeah, but it's no excuse for them to be lazy and let all these crimes happen. Not only that, but you know, I think what we're trying to say is that we're tired of, of, of there being a, a shit ton of bad police officers who escalate things yeah. for no fucking re- like. Did you hear about that story about that? Um, it's like this cop that that tried to. Um, Killed this one pregnant lady? Yeah, 
I heard about that one, yeah? Yeah, like they were driving and everything, and she was pulling over, but I guess it wasn't fast enough for him because he f- flipped her car over. Now, thankfully, the pregnant lady was fine, and the baby, she yeah. delivered a healthy baby, but she's suing the city for that maneuverability. Because they're not supposed to do that. They're only supposed to pull someone over and flash their lights. And, and, and like I said, or and then I mentioned to you last time about that one police officer that pepper sprayed that army lieutenant. I'm glad that the fucking city got on his ass, though. Yeah, they fired him, but they still kept yeah. his partner in, uh, yeah. as a, you know, in the service. And, you know, and there's so many different, like, you know, I was watching um, recently, uh, John Oliver did a whole uh, segment about, like, how a lot of Cops that do those those raids, yeah, a lot of it turns out to be misinformation. Yeah. Like you know, you know, they're going into a drug raid, and it turns out there's no drugs in the house. Yeah. Or they got the wrong house. Oftentimes, yeah. oftentimes that happens. Oftentimes they get the wrong yeah. fucking house. Yeah. And, then, and it happens. There, there's not much you can do because, again, someone calls it in. They don't know where the call is coming from. And then they refuse to 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 pay for damages. Yeah. How pissed off would you be if somebody called the cops on you saying, "Oh yeah, no, they're distributing, they're drug dealers." I'd be pissed. And the cops come in, they mess up all your shit, and then later on they're like, "Well, well." We're not gonna fix it. Yeah, pissed out, be. But that happens all yeah. the fucking time. Yeah, that's yeah, it a, happens a lot more than what it should do. Than what it should be, really. No, like, no. There's a whole sixty minutes interview of what happened to this one town. In in Texas, I'm look. I'm trying to get the information right now, but yeah, it's so ridiculous because like, I think what ended like what happened was just this guy. He doesn't have any experience in law in law enforcement. He's not really yeah. a police officer, but he sent undercover. I think I think it was in. Uh, No, it wasn't Tulsa. Forgot what it was. But yeah, he was sent undercover, right? To uh Yeah. To find all the dope. Like like all the drug all the illegal drugs in this town. Yeah. And yeah, he ended up arresting like forty forty six people. The majority of whom are black. Alright. In a town where, yeah, it was like 13% of the black population were arrested and charged with dealing with cocaine. All on did the they word. Find the cocaine? No, they didn't find no cocaine. The All guy, right. the guy, you know, the, 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 the undercover agent had no evidence. It was all on his word. 
Even though, yeah. even though later on there was like certain things that came out, like for example, a woman had proved that she couldn't have dealt him drugs because that day she was in the bank doing a transaction. Like she had to talk to a teller and everything. Yeah. And the guy is still like sticking to his guns. Like, no, she sold me the coke. She sold me the drugs. Where's the drugs at? Like there was this one guy. Like he he lives in like what has to be a shack. Yeah. That was accused of being a a drug lord kingpin. Trust me, if he was a drug lord, drug lord kingpin, he would not be living in a shack. Yeah, yeah. Look, here's here's the story right now. I'll show. I'm pulling it up right now on YouTube, and it's so fucking crazy. What it's, drug lord do you know? Okay, Louis, what drug lord do you know that lived in a shack? I let you doing methamphetamine. Even even if you think he's he's conning everybody and doing doing the long con. Okay, so this is the story. So I'll show you yeah. right now. Okay, so I'll pull it up. Sentences of all, 90 years. Went oh, to the Joe Moore, 60-year-old hog farmer who has lived much of his life in this one-room shack. There's still no sound on your end? There's no sound on my end, like at all. Authorities described him as That's the weird. drug kingpin of Tulia. I don't even know nothing about a kingpin. I don't, I don't even know how a kingpin lives. Or nothing. I don't know nothing about that. But you can but see his I, house. I know they live, yeah. They live 30 times better than this. <laughs> no, 100 times better than this. <laughs> Tom yeah, Coleman's exactly. I was like, oh, that point out. Yeah, he'd be living a thousand times better than in that thing. Yeah. Yeah, this guy, like I said, he, he's claiming that, oh, you know, they all sold me drugs and everything. It's like, what drugs? And do then, you think that guy who said that he's a, you know, drug lord, do you think he'd really be living in a shack? No, he'd be living in a mansion. And the thing is, he's been fired from other law enforcement agencies, and, and, and he might even have some brain damage. Oh, jeez. Where even one, like, like, even one senior officer was, like, saying he should not do anything in law enforcement, but yet he was hired to be, you know, this undercover agent. And they were there wondering, who the fuck hired this asshole? Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. Well, at least the police department are like going, "Oh yeah, no, this guy should not be working." Well, but you know, that's how our that's how our justice system is. It's so fucking crazy. Like, did you hear? Did you hear about how uh, Britney Spears was was um, denied her? Um, because the thing is, her dad controls everything. Yeah. Her music, like even even when she is, even when she has an i an this IUD. Old, but this is old news, though. We already knew this since the nineties. But you know this, you know. But this past month, she was trying to get, you know, she was trying to take control of her life. She was trying to get her yeah. dad out of it, and, and and the just and the judge refused. Yeah, because well, let's be honest, Britney Spears had not been sane. You gotta remember that. But the thing is, is that she's how old is Britney Spears? Let's see. How old is... Yeah, I know we're still thinking of Britney from, like, fucking... She's 39 years old. 
We're still thinking yeah, of but her. You got, you, you got to also remember what her what is her mental condition, though. But the thing is, is that that was years ago when she went crazy and shaved her fucking head. We all like to think, oh, you know, oh, that was recently. That wasn't recently. That was years ago. Yeah, but still, you still got to take into consideration what is your mental state now. I'm fucking almost 30 years old. I guess you have control of my money. My parents do because the state considers me still still very unstable. I don't know. I think she should. I, I think she should be able to get some semblance. You know what was so fucking crazy was that apparently she was paying for her father's lawyer. Yeah. So think about that Maybe for a minute. Would, like, like, well, like, yeah. like Joe Rogan had a whole joke about that. Where like a lot of the legal system, it's not to solve problems. It's to make lawyers money. Yeah, it is. And how fucked up is it that in some sort situations where... Like for example, um, if you and I got married and we got divorced. I would have to pay for your lawyer. Yeah, you do. Which is crazy. Again, a, a whole joke of Joe Rogan is like, that's like paying for the general of the other army that's trying to kill you. Yeah, it is. No, no, no joke there. Because that's what it is. Why well, I think my stepdad doesn't want to divorce my mother. No. Because guess what he would have to do? Yeah, pay for her lawyer. Yeah, do you really want to go through that? Nobody wants to go through that. Yeah, why do you think people don't get married? Well, why do you There's think? There's a reason why well, people don't. Get well, why do you think people hate lawyers? Well, yeah, that too. Whatever happened to just you know leaving someone and them just putting you know, you know, you know, just splitting everything fifty fifty. Hey, whatever happened to the good old days where 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 you break up with somebody and you put their shit on the lawn? <laughs> Dating and you're living together, but you're not married. You can still do that. You just put that shit you're on the lawn, married. and you just and you just put that shit on fire. <sighs> shit, I'll do that to to Dante if he ever cheated on me or left me. Grab all his shit, set it on fire. No, even better yet, I would not. I set his clothes on fire, but anything electronic, I can sell. I can resell and make money off of it. Uh, that's. Oh my god. You see, nothing hurts more than making money off, off your ex's stuff. That's what I did with my ex. Uh all the shit that he gave me. That basically he personally gave me, which actually for the less shit that he gave me, I made like fifty bucks out of it. I sold it. Why do I get the feeling that no matter what happens in the future, even if I did cheat on you, you're never gonna sell your Shoshomaru plushie? I'm not. I'm never, <laughs> did I even sell it now? The many times I have been pissed at you and have not talked to you, I never once sold my shit that you got me. Yeah, no. Which I don't understand why. That's because you love me. You really, really love me. <laughs> uh, anyway, should we do the news? Yes. All right.
All right, and the first bit of news is that uh, apparently Kevin Feige, the, the boss of where Marvel had told Slash Films, that he made a comment where, uh, where depending on the success of Black Widow, we might be seeing some more prequel-style films. I like to see that. Just Black Widow, I just don't care for. And you understand why? Because you don't like the actress to play her. Not that too. Scarlett, no, Scarlett Johansson. Widow. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's not only because of that. It's also because the fact I don't find her in a mate. You know, I did a pleasing character. I feel like even without her, the film would have done better. What do you thought of all the jokes that a lot of people have made that she was the only woman on the team? And, and you know, you know what happens when there's only one woman. Everyone wants to bang her? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Again, it it is what it is, but I'm just here going. You do realize I have been the only girl in my group of friends because all my other friends are guys. Let me tell you, not one of them ever thought about banging me. I think that that's because one, uh, once you become one of the guys, you become unbangable. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how it is for Black Widow in the Marvel field. Like she's already like one of the guys. No one thinks about banging her. Yeah. So not only that, it's but like okay, I, I get the joke, but at the same time, let's be realistic. If you have a girl that's a friend, at this point, she's unbangable to you. Not only that chick is one of the dudes with a dick. Not only that, but but would you really want to be with somebody whose profession is that she lies a lot? Yeah, no. Yeah. No, that whole relationship is already dead. She will lie about everything. Oh, where did you go? I went uh I went shopping. For that long? What's it was a very long line. What's what's with all the blood? Um, it's Kool Aid. It's not Kool Aid. Like that's what it is. Moving on. Uh, again, according to Slash Films, uh, they had a talk with uh, the director from Nightmare on Elm Street Four, the Dream Master. Yeah. Uh, Rennie Harlan, where he wanted to shift the tone of the horror of the film series and to try and make Freddy Krueger the uh, James Bond of horror. Like according to him, I said this this is the fourth movie of the franchise. We can't really pretend that the audience doesn't really know what's going on. It's so much a part of the culture already, so we have to twist it. So let's make Freddy the James Bond of horror. He had to be bigger than life Kind of like a hero, even though he's the bad guy. We have to introduce humor and wink at the audience. Like, we know you know, so let's go and have fun. He is kind of right, remember? That was when, yeah, you know, Freddy started being more right, wisecracking, was more jovial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, the thing is, is that you really can't have Freddy without Robert, Robert England. Yeah. You know, he's sort of what makes Freddy work. Yeah. So, 
moving on. According to uh, to former speaking of James Bond, former James Bond actor Pierce Brosnan, he, uh, he's slated to appear as Doctor Fate in the upcoming Black Adam movie. All right. And apparently, he had already provided some insight to how his costume will work. And apparently, it's going to be uh, a motion capture uh, uh, suit. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, it should be interesting how they, uh, how they animate the suit into uh, Pierce Brosnan's body. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, I know how you kind of don't like Scarlett Johansson, so... This is probably going to suck for you to hear. Apparently, they're going to make a Tower of Terror movie starring Scarlett Johansson. They already had a Tower of Terror movie. It was a Disney movie. Yeah, and they're going to do an, uh, another adaptation of it. Is Disney doing it again? Yeah, Disney. I like the ride more. Again, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, guess who's going to watch it? And it's interesting because, like, according to the article, as they said it before, uh, the Tower of Terror is technically no longer a thing anymore. It's not. Uh, <coughs> Disney California still has it. No, Disney California doesn't have it. I mean, I mean not California, Florida has it. Yeah, there's still a version of the ride at Tokyo Disney Sea, Disney World, and Paris Disney. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Disney World in Florida still has it. <coughs> yeah, so. Oh, I want to t- get your opinion on this. So, according to, to the South China Morning Post, the China court had canceled an auction for criminals' possession after public bidding reach an unexpected $13.4 million on a rare Yu-Gi-Oh card. Oh, damn. The card in question is a Blue-Eyes White Dragon that was contained in a special Yu-Gi-Oh official card game 20th anniversary frame. It is one of 500 limited edition cards that were released in 2019 and were very rare. But the thing was, the actual value of the card is somewhere between thirty-one to forty-six thousand dollars. So it's not. So it wasn't worth the thirteen point four million dollars that the card exceeded on on a bid. Is that just disappointing? I don't know, man, but the card in question previously belonged to Zhang Yuji, who was sentenced to life imprisonment last year due to embezzling millions of money from the, from a government fund. Due to his life sentence, all of his belongings are to be auctioned. That's funny. I s- still love uh, the Blue-Eyes Red Dragon. Of course you do. Okay, so a new movie that's going to be released coming out soon. 
<coughs> and I already have it on my Amazon, is uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is now available to pre-order. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you can get it on Blu-ray, 4K Ultra HD, and DVD on September 7th. And like I said, I'll be getting this oh. as, a, as a Blu-ray. Of course you are. It, it was a good fucking movie. You have to admit it was better than the than than the original one. Yeah. So, hey, have you seen the trailer for uh, for Zhang Shi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? No, I haven't. Because in the uh, in the trailer, if you haven't seen it, many people spotted very interesting glimpse. Of what appears to be the abomination returning. What is the abomination? Okay, remember in uh, he was the main villain in the Incredible Hulk movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, he. So apparently, he's making a return, fighting against uh, Wong. Okay. And it is interesting because again, he hasn't been seen since since uh since that 2008 movie. Yeah. So him for, for him to return after what, 12 years? No. Yeah, no, uh 14 years. Yeah. Like I know he was kind of mentioned in the Marvel one-shot The Consultant. And I know the actor who played the Abomination, Tim Warov, is scheduled to return as the Abomination in the upcoming She-Hawk series. But it is interesting that Chang Shi had brought him out again. Yeah. Okay, so speaking of uh, Supernatural, um, it's already been reported that the CW is developing a prequel series entitled The Winchesters. I don't understand that, considering the fact we already... Here's the thing. If you already watched Supernatural, they already went over on John and Mary's uh, adventures. Let alone, Mary didn't even know John was even a hunter. So... Not only that, but Jensen Echols will reprise his role as Dean Winchester to, to narrate the Winchesters. Exactly. Yeah, I heard about that one, but it's like the, the Supernatural series had episodes and full-on episodes, if not like a few, where they talked about their parents, you know, where they have flashbacks <coughs> of their parents, you know, adventures. None of them knew they were hunters. So, according that to... That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so according to Jensen Eccles, after Supernatural wrapped up its 15th season, we knew it wasn't over. Because like we say in the show, nothing ever really ends, does it? When when uh, Danny and I formed Chaos Machine Productions, <clears throat> we knew the first story we wanted to tell was the story of John and Mary Winchester, or rather, the supernatural origin story. I always, I always felt like my character, Dean, would have wanted to know more about his parents' relationship and how it came to be. So I loved the thought of having him take us on this journey. 
already explained it. Hey, man, I don't know what to tell you. What more can, how much more can you milk this? A lot, apparently. <laughs> They're going to want to film it as much as they can. Are you okay there? No, I'm not. It doesn't make sense. Uh, moving on. So, apparently, uh, the CW is also going to do a... Uh, it's also going to do a... It's also in development... Is uh, The CW is planning on doing a Smallville... Sequ animated Smallville sequel... That's in development with the original actors, including uh, Michael Wa uh, Rosenbaum attached to replace his role as Lex Luthor and uh, Tom Willing as uh, Clark Kent. I, I don't know. I mean, did you ever see Smallville? I never saw. Uh, the only one who has seen Smallville is Dante. Uh, what about Smallville? They're gonna do a, a sequel animated film or series. They're doing a they're they're doing a sequel uh, animated series. Uh, Corey James, that's interesting. He's okay. Yeah, cause I'm like I wasn't really too much of a fan of Superman, and the idea of Superman going through high school wasn't something that interested me too much. I, I know how you feel. I can never get into Smartville. Like, I remember back in the 90s. Oh, my. For some reason, for, for kids who are in elementary school, I, I, I was a kid in elementary school, and I did not find this shit amusing. Yeah, no. Everyone else that I talked to, especially the boys. Boys, did you see Smartville? The greatest show ever. It's about Superman. I'm here going. I, I like Pokemon. And Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and Digimon. And Sailor Moon. Can we talk about one of those? No! Smallville, who cares about those stupid card games? But Sailor Moon isn't a card game. Who cares about your girly show? Smallville! I'm here going, what's so great about Superman? What's so great about him? Go Sailor Moon, I looked up to more. Goku could probably kick Superman's ass, right? Uh, technically, in a way, but you also gotta remember Superman can also absorb, you know, get, he gets stronger by the sun. Yes, you gotta remember yes, that I, when, yes, they, I, when they fight in space. Right. As Superman will win no matter what because, well, I much of everyone's like, oh, well, Goku could probably win. Goku gets tired. You got to remember, Goku will at least get tired at some point. I know, I know. Even with the Sensu Bean. The only way Goku could beat Superman is with Kryptonite. Yeah, I know. So we'll see. Yeah, so... Like I said, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm not too interested in, in in an animated series or movie with about Smallville. Teenage, teenage yeah, Superman. With teenager, uh, Clark Kent. Yeah, uh, I, I get you. Neither am I. I have never been interested in that. So moving on. Um, okay, so last week, uh, 
Fast 9 opened up in theaters. I went to go and see it. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't a great movie. I wouldn't say that. I would say it was interesting. And it's one of those movies where I could just shut off my brain and just... Because it, because I think if you think about it for two minutes, it's going to hurt your brain. Yeah. <laughs> of all the ridiculousness that happens in those movies. But guess how much the movie had earned over the weekend? How much? According to the Hollywood Reporter, it had earned over $70 million. And has set a new North American record during the COVID-19 pandemic. Wow. And it is the biggest opening, uh, biggest domestic opening since Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Which had earned... 177 million in 2019. So just think about that. Yeah. And in regards to other movies, you know, Godzilla vs. King Kong only made 48.5 million. A Quiet Place Part 2 made 49 million. And Mortal Kombat only made 22.5 million dollars. Yeah. So. Like I said, I mean, going back to the movie theaters, it's 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 been it's been interesting because you know you still have to, I still have to wear my mask inside the theater. Yeah. But the way that I do it because I'm fully vaccinated is that I is that I put my mask and I just pull it down just enough so that my nose gets free. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's gonna fog up my glasses. Oh yeah. Well, here they're already doing things where if you're fully vaccinated. Vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. That's how they're doing it here. Oh, one thing that's that my theater has been doing, and I've already, and I want to test it out next week. Well, yeah, next week. So I already got my tickets to go and see uh, Black Widow. Yeah. And my movie theater is doing this thing where where they can, well, they'll bring someone to serve you your food. Yeah. So I. Oh w- yeah, we already have that at a movie theater. Uh, the one inside the mall, the yeah. one that I want to take you to. Uh, if you go for the luxury room, which is basically you get your own private room with a couch and everything, and you can order like wine and like actual food, like not just popcorn, but you can actually like order a full dinner course and you can eat it there. Oh, how much is the private room though? Uh, you. I know for the private room, it was like 56 bucks, 60 almost. And then for like the food, depending on what you're going for, almost 80 bucks. Well, what's the name of the movie theater? Uh, well, what's the name of the mall? Vancouver Mall. Okay. Van- Vancouver Mall. Vancouver Mall. It's called AMC uh, Theater. Yeah, I know. I know about AMC. They're yeah. they're fucking. They're um. I will say this, uh, they're they have some pretty good nachos. Yeah. I will say this. I really do enjoy the nachos. But yeah, they are our AMC Theater, and particularly this one, you get your own room. There's another movie theater. I forgot where it's located at. Uh, they have their own bar inside the lobby. 
Yeah, like, look, order snacks ahead of time, reserve seatings. Yeah. 4K Super what? HD projection. That one that we went to to go see uh, the uh, the Avengers movie, Infinity War. The one that we went to that not that one. No, we went to one that remember remember we went to go see Infinity War and they had the uh, they had the bar. Yeah, that one. I forgot where that one was located at. But yeah, in the lobby they have their own bar. And you can order like alcohol drinks. I have to ask my stepdad or my mother. One of them knows 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 which one it is. Cause that one was also nice too. Like the movie theaters here are like upper class more, you could say. Right. Because most of them sell like expensive wine too. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. No, yeah, you could, yeah, you could get your own like private showing here, over here as well. Yeah. You know, a movie of your choice. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that sounds like it might be like a fun romantic night every once oh, in a is. while. Well, the reason I found out about this, believe it or not, it wasn't romantic the first time that I did it. My uncle took me to go see Zootopia, and this was one of the rooms that he got me. Okay. Yes, he was there too. I get it wasn't romantic, but. Yeah, we order a bunch of food and we got like a couch to ourselves. It, it looks like a fucking living room. Interesting. But nice. yeah, that's that's how I got my first experience. I'm like going, because this is what you guys have in Vancouver? <coughs> this, um, yeah, I go here all the time just to watch movies. And I'm like going, we don't have this in California. We, we don't have a private room <laughs> with wine. I mean, over here we do. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about like in Palmdale. Yeah, I know. So sad for you. But do you know how much that 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 was an upgrade for me to go? Yes, I'm moving up this way. A huge upgrade. Exactly. Moving on. Oh, I'm gonna get your opinion on this. So, a lot of Star Wars fans are unhappy with Disney. Why? Specifically, no, uh, unhappy with Lego because apparently Lego had decided, well, Disney and Lego had decided to drop the Slave One name from Boba Fett's starship in favor of just calling it Boba Fett's starship. Uh, it's still the same ship. They just removed the word slave. Yeah, but a lot of fans uh, are not are not on unha- are unhappy about that. They're like saying, "No, okay, it, I, it's slave. It's yeah, slave one." Yeah, keep, yeah, keep it. I can get that because, well, if you, yeah, if you're like an older generation, yeah, that's what you grew up with. I'm not that much of a lore to Star Wars. I bet you already knew that. Like, I'm not too deep in the lore of it. I'm just here going. What, what does it matter? 
Does it really matter? I guess not, but I guess it matters to somebody. I, I don't. As a like, I'm a fan of like of anime or like something that piques my interest, like Labyrinth or Dark Crystal or something like that. I'm more, I'm more for like for like freaking Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah, if they change something like that, I would get it. But I'm just here going. It's just, it's just Star Wars. Calm your tits. Uh, I don't, like, I get it, but at the same time, I just don't care. <laughs> it, is it, like, okay, is it really that much of a big change? No, it's not like they're changing the whole entire name. They just took out, like, one, one word. Oh, oh, God, oh, no, one word. It's still the same name. Again, I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> moving, moving on, uh, according to... Uh, it was announced by Collider, but you know we're getting a new Transformers movie, Rise of the Beasts. I know, yeah, it would be like based off the Beast Wars stuff. And they've already cast Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal, the leader of the Maximals. Yeah. And this ought to be good because you know me, I love me some uh, some Ron Perlman. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Already talked about them. Uh, oh, so the Netflix TV show Good Omens has been renewed for a second season. Yeah. I watched the first season. I thought it was pretty good. I watched the first episode. I haven't finished it yet. So season two will explore storylines that go beyond the original source material to eliminate the uncanny friendship between Azraphiel and Crowley, who will be getting yeah. back to easy living amongst mortals in London, Soho, when an unexpected when an unexpected messenger presents a surprising mystery. So we'll see what happens uh, on that one. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Ah. So, you know, this weekend is Anime Expo Light, and you know you'll be you'll be able to watch it on YouTube, but I think it's going to be on Twitch and and well, and and it's also going to have its own VOD uh, video on demand thing for anybody that paid uh, five dollars. Yeah, which I did, and apparently it was announced. That Anime Expo Lite will have a 30-minute sneak preview of the Star Wars Visions anime anthology. So that'd be cool to do. Uh, I already yeah. <clears throat> if you go to the app, I've already went ahead and and done a whole a whole schedule because they already got their schedule out. Like for example, at 12:15 is the Crunchyroll panel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you got visual novels, Hollow Life. Yeah. Um, the but taste... I'm here like, like, I'm not really interested. Just show me what they're selling so I can buy it online. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, here's the thing. At 4.30, they're going to have the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Anime Expo Light 2021 special program. 
Yeah, I'm I'm interested in that. Like other than that, I didn't really see anything much else besides I'm here like like I'm like Jojo Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, like I said, I already have a few things uh, that I want to that I'm yeah that I want to watch. Like I'll probably so watch. I am gonna do. I'm I'm gonna do do the Jojo Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably do the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure probably with Tanya. Okay. The, the sanctuary of the Ginga Yokiti Masuda Manga Museum sounds interesting. Uh, right stuff. Hopefully, they're gonna announce some more Gundam stuff from Right Stuff. I want them to announce some other stuff from Right Stuff, like Gundam. Okay, but anything else? Well, you know, I you know they I already went ahead and ordered my thing for uh, ordered my uh, copy of Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Of course you did. So it should be coming out later next week. Then on Sunday for me they're doing. I want to watch the whole uh, Viz manga com <coughs> mania, the way of the house husband. Yeah. Aniplex has their own industry panel. And then there's a whole thing of AnimeCon 1991. Like the year, like this, because this is the 30th anniversary for, anim, for Anime Expo. Yeah. So, like I said, just, you know, go ahead and watch it. You know, if that's, a, if that's something that you want to do. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see what else. Uh, ah. So Bandai Namco Group announced last Tuesday that it has launched a sustain a sustainability project called the Gundam Universal Century Development Action. The project aims to address problems related to human population and the Earth's environment by platforming new ideas and technology. Yeah. The company aims to use cutting-edge chemicals recycling technology to repurpose Gundam plastic models into new builds. The collected materials will be sent to the Bandai Hobby Center in Shizuka, which handles Gunpla production. Oh, that'll be nice. The Bandai Namco Group aims to attain a 35% reduction of carbon emissions by 2030 and net zero emissions by 2050. Uh, so moving on. Um, okay, so speaking of Gundam, the it's been reported that Mobile Suit Gundam Halfway uh, has already earned about nine point twenty three million dollars uh, a couple weeks ago, and it has been the first Gundam film to top the one billion yen mark. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so it's, it's the highest earning Gundam movie so far since 1982's Mobusu Gundam 3 Encounters in Space, which earned 2.3 billion yen. Wow. I, I can't wait to watch this movie later tonight since uh, it came out on, uh, well, it came out yesterday. <laughs> So that's what I'll be spending my nights tonight. Uh, let's see. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if you'd be interested in this. 
The Funimation online shop will debut a premium leather jacket inspired by the by the uh, Akira character Kaneda on July 13th. Ooh, I want! Only 300 units will be available for purchase in North America. Guess how much is the price? Oh, God, how much? $450 each. Oh, I don't have that kind of money. Oh. And neither do I. That, Damn it. That, that jacket looks pretty badass, I gotta say. I bet it does. It's made out of real leather, isn't it? I bet you anything. That's why they. That's why it, it's that much. The limited, Ooh, the limited, that. the limited edition jacket was designed by Carlo Levy, Alessandra Tombretta, and Stefan Hensgen. Meaning. I don't. I don't know. I'm just meaning telling you. what? I don't know. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> you want me to yell at you? No. Exactly. Moving on, uh, Square Enix has announced during its during the 30th anniversary live stream for the Saikon Densetsu game that Warner Brothers Japan is producing an anime adaptation of Square Enix's Legend of Mana game. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I don't know. Yeah, I'll be interested in watching it for sure. I have the game, which I honestly I love the game. Uh, anime, right? Anime, I cannot wait. Right. Hey, so let me ask you something. Did you ever got a Tamagotchi? It died on me. Well, apparently there's gonna be a new form of Tamagotchi. Is it is a Demon Slayer Tamagotchi? I don't, I don't think so. Because I know they have a Demon Slayer Tamagotchi. Oh, I know they have a Demon Slayer Tamagotchi. The newest Tamagotchi on the market will take the form of smartwatches with a touchscreen. The Tamagotchi Smart, which commemorates the 25th anniversary of the Tamagotchi, will go on sale in Japanese toy stores and electronic stores November 23rd. You can directly communicate with your Tamagotchi by petting or nudging it. It will also come equipped with a microphone, allowing users to communicate through voice. Also, by wearing the smartwatch on one's wrist and moving around, users will be able to engage in a new style of games, including a dance game. So it's something for me to kill even faster. Got it. <laughs> oh, come on! Whoever took care of the Tamagotchi, that thing died like in a day! Uh, you may not be wrong there. I mean, did you have a Tamagotchi back in the 90s? I can't remember. I was going to say, how long did your life? Dante remembers having a Tamagotchi. He says, like, I think his died like in three days. Mike died in a week. <laughs> uh, moving on. So the staff of Yashihime, Princess Half Demon, has announced that... Yashihime Princess Half Demon Part 2 will premiere on October 2nd. Oh, yeah. And it has already been confirmed that the anime will stream on Crunchyroll, Funimation, and Hulu. All right. And 
Well, I wanted to get your opinion on this. So, so Microsoft announced a week ago or so that it's gonna that it's gonna come out with a brand new Windows Eleven. Okay, I already knew about about Windows Eleven. Well, it's gonna come out with a couple of things. Like it's gonna have auto HDR gaming. The Android apps will come to the Microsoft Store. Like you'll be able to use the right. Amazon App Store. Okay. It's gonna have a brand new redesign. Like like it's gonna have like <clears throat> like instead of having the left position start button, it's now gonna be closer to the center. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, kind of makes it be like, well, that you're kind of copying Microsoft to that one. Yeah. But how are they copying Microsoft? Oh, is this Apple or is this Microsoft? No, this is my No, no, no. Microsoft is going to be copying Apple, I meant. Oh. I was going to say, wait, but how can Microsoft, how can Microsoft copy itself? Yeah, they no. They own themselves. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just like, yeah, it kind of looks like as though Microsoft will be taking a a page at an Apple yeah. on how on how their OS looks. Microsoft promises that Windows 11 is all about speed and it's faster at waking from sleep. Alright. It's going to have snap layouts, uh, Windows widgets, and a new tablet mode. But the thing is, unfortunately, and, you know, sucks to be us since we have brand new computers, but they're running on Windows 10. Windows 11 free upgrade won't arrive until next year. Oh, okay. I'm not too worried about it. Like, I, again, the only time I would use, like, Microsoft Windows 11 if a PC game requires it, which a lot of PC games will re require Windows 11. That's about it. Other than that, there is no need for me to upgrade right away because there is a fact I don't even use apps on this computer. I use the Windows tab. I use the Internet tab. Like Amazon has its own tab. Everything else has its tab. Other than that, to watch movies, I go on the TV for that. Like, yeah, I have, like, certain tabs, like, you know, like, Crunchyroll, Hulu, uh, yeah. Amazon again, Prime I, Video. Yeah, again, this is something that I would not upgrade right away to unless, again, unless current games need to run it, but those would be like newer, newer games, not like the games that I play. My games still require either Windows XP or 10. Yeah, and to be start, and yeah, and to be frank, I don't, I don't need the upgrade right away myself. Yeah. No, unless I get, like, a gaming computer that requires Windows 11, that's the only time I'm going to get. Other than that, I don't need it. Yeah, me neither. Cool. You know, Windows Windows 11 is coming out. Oh, okay, what does that mean for gamers? That just means, okay, we're going to have to upgrade to a window because of newer games. That's all that the windows are good for nowadays. It's just for, can a game run it? Yeah, I know. And you don't play a lot of PC games, so there you go. 
I don't even play new PC games. If I'm getting a new game, it's going to be on a system. Other than that, I play older games on PC, like Persona 4, the remakes of Final Fantasy that are coming out, you know, just the remake sprites. That can run perfectly fine. Yeah, no. I'm not, I, I'm not getting, like, Cyberpunk, you know, 2077 running on here. In all honesty, that would probably kill my computer, to be honest. Because my computer does not have that kind of graphics card on it. Right. No, like, I, like I recently got my, 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 uh, my Windows laptop earlier yeah. this year, and... And it's fine. It's it's not like it's not blowing me out of the out of the uh you know, you know, it's not like oh my god, you know, this is this is great or or anything like that. Yeah. And <laughs> to be honestly, I don't even use Windows 10 to its full max ability. Who me? No, me. Yeah. I don't even use it for the full max ability cuz well, what do I have? I own systems that can do what Windows 10 can do. The only reason I have it was because the computer requires it. Other than that, I don't use Windows 10 to its full potential. Yeah, if nothing else, I'm already looking looking at maybe um, already <laughs> trying to get myself a um, a, um, a Mac system again. Yeah. I'm already thinking. Sure, Max might be expensive, but worth it. But you know, that's just my opinion. I know I know I'm still thinking with PC, but because of the fact that I have to have games on it. Like I have games that are PC, you know, require only. Yeah, no, I'm I'm like I got PC just cuz I wanted something cheap. It is cheap. It's better because well, computer like the Microsoft, you know, like a Dell computer or where do I have an S an SU computer? Uh it's not a it, it's not a necess, it's like a necessity. You kind of need one. Still. An Apple an Apple computer is more of a luxury. I know, but still, I would rather I would rather have an Apple computer if I had a choice and the money. Well, you're sticking with PC because I know you can afford for now. Well, you're not gonna have a good enough job to even get an Apple's computer. <clears throat> hey, 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 hey! If if I just save a hundred bucks a month for the next two years. Lord, that hundred bucks a month is gonna go to Gundam. You don't know me. You were looking at a Gundam themed computer. I mean, it it's looks. Gonna go to that. It looks cool. You know, honestly. Go for. You know, honestly, it looks cool. But I'm just saying, I would like to get myself another MacBook. Act. MacBook doesn't have a Gundam theme. I know. I'm so sad. 
What did that tell you? That Gundam theme is only on an actual computer. Hey, hey, MacBooks are computers. Not really. Oh my god. Uh, anything? Anything else you want to add before we move on to our uh, only segment of tonight? Nope, I'm good. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we'll be back, uh, we're gonna be talking about the Born series of films. You're listening to the Bitcoin Podcast. talking about the Bourne series of films, uh, most of which stars uh, Matt Damon, except for one movie. Matt Damon. (laughs) South Park. I know, I know. So, so we'll begin with 2002's The Bourne Identity. So the movie was directed by uh, Doug Liman and uh, written by Tony Gilroy and Ray W. Blake Heron for the screenplay. And it's based on the Robert Lundlum's novel of the same name. So the movie stars uh, Matt Damon, of course, as Jason Bourne. Uh, Frank, 
Franca Potenti as Mary, Chris Cooper as Coughlin, Clive Owen as the professor, Brian Cox as Ward Abbott, uh, Andawali Anconoyo, I'm not going to fucking pronounce that name, as Wambazi, Gabriel Mann as Zorn, and Walter Goggins as a research tech, with Julia Stiles as Nicolette. So in the movie, well, we see um, we see an um, we see a man who uh, is saved by a by a group of fishermen out on sea, and it's revealed that he is uh, that he has amnesia that he doesn't know his he doesn't know who he is or what's his name or anything. And after going through some clues, he figures out, he goes over to, uh, to a bank where he finds a, a bank case filled with, uh, filled with documents that has him uh, go, going by the name of Jason Bourne. Uh, eventually, he gets into trouble with, um, with the U.S. Embassy. So he asks uh, a woman named, named Mary to drive him to, uh, to Paris for a couple thousand dollars in cash. And, you know, you know, on their way over there, they get to know one another somewhat briefly. As much as you can know when, you're, when you have amnesia. Meanwhile, the CIA discovers something is amiss. So they try and send agents over to find out to figure out what's going on. And uh, when they find Bourne uh, traveling around, they're interested as to what the hell is going on with Bourne. So the CIA sent some assassins after, uh, after him. And after Jason Bourne uh, kills, kills a few of them, he's interested as, you know, obviously as you would be, he's interested in what the hell is going on. Yeah. With him and Mary now uh, in danger and running for their lives, eventually Bourne manages to uh, get Mary out to safety, and and he confronts the director uh, of this of this whole uh, shadowy conspiracy named Treadstone by the name of uh, Coughlin. And there we find out that that Jason Bourne was supposed to, is a government assassin, and that he was supposed to kill uh, this one uh, African dictator who uh, the CIA hadn't placed in power by the name of Wambazi. But before he can do anything about it, he was distracted by the fact that Wambazi was surrounded by his kids. And yeah. And so Bourne was supposed to kill him in his yacht, but couldn't and was shot himself and threw overboard. So after that, Bourne decides to go back with Mary, with Coughlin being killed by another government assassin himself to cover up any, any lingering secrets. With uh, Ward Abbott uh, going over by a 
by a subcommittee in Congress for a new um, for a um, for a new program within the CIA with as John as Bourne uh, reunites with Mary. As, as as the first movie, it it is kind of slow with with some action paced moments in between the films, in between yeah. the slow moments. And I and I really do like uh, Matt Damon's whole thing of like of him being a fish out of water, but then when when he needs to, he <laughs> he can be a little bit of a badass. Yeah. And uh, like I said, as the first, as the first movie of its type, it, it I think it was a really good movie, and and yeah, I mean, they kind of did the opposite of what most James Bond movies are, because uh, I think this was the first movie that introduced what like that Mini Cooper. Yeah, and it kind of made it, and and you know, in my opinion. You know, it it kind of made it seem as though like, oh, you don't need a very fast, high tech car to have a really good chase scene, because that chase scene with the Mini Cooper was really was really ingenious. I think. Uh, what were your thoughts of the movie? Again, the movie was slow. I don't like these type of films. It wasn't interesting. Okay, yeah, sure, there was a little bit of action, but. All the time, I'm just here going, going, who enjoys this film? Who enjoys these films? And then I look over at Dante, and then and then I remember you, and then I'm here going, oh. So, so what you're saying is that me and Dante would have probably had a, a bro date watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these are like your type of guys' films. Me, I'm just here going... There's not, there's no blood. There is not fat paste. What the fuck? This is not my type of film. I am sorry. You know what? For the first movie, I'll give this one four Mini Coopers out of five. I give this one. I don't even know how to rate these films considering the fact I don't like them. But I can understand where they're good. And of course, if I give them a low rating, someone is fucking going to be out there screaming at me. So I don't even know how to rate these films. What do you rate something that you just don't like? Rate it as best as you can, however, however you see fit. Okay, three and a half, you know, confused, me- confused man out of five. He's confused. S- Scared, confused, and forgotten who he is. Yeah, so we move on to uh, to the second movie, which was 2004's *The Born Supremacy*, uh, directed by Paul Greengrass. Uh, so the movie again stars Matt Damon as Jason Bourne, Franca Patetta as uh, Mary, Brian Cox returns as Ward Abbott. Julia Stiles, of course, returns as Nikki. But the movie also introduces uh, Joanne Allen as Pamela Landy and uh, Carl Urban as uh, Krill. So in the movie, 
uh, when a CIA operation uh, to retrieve some information goes awry, um, they try and use Jason Bourne as a scapegoat by trying to frame him as the one that that has gone on the re- you know reservation. Yeah. And for their part, they went ahead and assassinated Mary. Well, they tried to kill Bourne, but Mary got in the way, and Jason managed to survive the encounter. So Jason goes on a, not a killing spree, but he goes, but he goes back to Europe and tries and figure out, figures out what's going on. Um, and finds out that for whatever reason, the CIA is looking into him. Eventually, uh, Bourne finds, Bourne starts to remember little things about his past, and he remembers that an an unofficial mission of his was in uh, Germany, and that Ward Abbott had something to do with it. And eventually, Bourne finds Abbott, gets him to confess right before Abbott kills himself. And he sort of finds a, an ally in the Pamela in Pamela Landy as she tries to figure out what's going on. She's one of the few good characters in the next in this film and the next film that you come to really sympathize. As she's one of the few, it seems like she's one of the few characters in the CIA that's not totally corrupt. Yeah. So. Later on, Bourne has this whole confrontation with Krill where he kills him. And during a whole chase scene uh, with the German police, Bourne manages to escape and contacts the girl of the parents that he had killed to, uh, to confess and say that he was sorry, pretty much. And... Uh, the next time, and then like at the end of the movie, um, Jason is talking to Pamela Landy, and Pamela is uh, expressing her gratitude towards towards Bourne for the success of the operation. <clears throat> to which Jason says, uh, "Oh, hey, do yourself a favor, get some rest. You look tired." <laughs> <clears throat> to which Pamela's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And next. In the next scene, we see Bourne in the middle of uh, New York City. And to be perfectly honest, yeah, how freaky would that be to you? Pretty freaky. Like, like, like you're on the phone talking to me and shit, and I'm over here like, hey, um, hey, Marissa, you might want to go ahead and finish your tea. And you're just like, wait, what? I swear to God, if you ever do that to me, I, I'm hanging up on you. I'm blocking you, and this be me. We're not seeing each other ever again. You're too weird. Like, why am I too weird? Because you know what I'm doing, you fucking stalker. Like, that's like, what might be my thing. Like, 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 what do you do? All I did was just set up a few cameras around your house without you knowing. It just means I care. That doesn't mean that you care. That means that you're being a freak. And a stalker. Hey, 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 now you know how I feel every time you're just like, oh, hey, so I saw this on your Amazon wish list. Like, wait, what? 
Uh, Stop looking through my wish list. You do realize we share the account. We share the account, but my wish list is my wish list. You, you stay away from it. It says the man who pushed it in my wish list. But I don't look yeah. through it. I bet you do. I, I, I don't. I don't. Then how do you know about the then how do you know about the sex magic books? Moving on. Yeah, exactly. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh you know the board super like it to you. <laughs> but you know, this Born Supremacy was a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. It, it. it really brought a sense of revenge to Jason Bourne's life because he was living this life with Mary outside of the world of the CIA. But for whatever reason, the CIA can't seem to let go of him and keep bringing him back into the fold. So it really makes the next few movies interesting of like, what would they have done if they just had left him alone? You know? Yeah, and and like I said, it, you know, much of the same thing happens in you know, in the last few movies, you know, heavy bits of dialogue with uh, with action spiced in here and there to make things a little bit more interesting. And this is made like the movies are like two hours long, and this is made when is it going to end? Yeah, because this movie is an hour and forty eight minutes. Yeah, there you go. The last one went two hours fucking long, and I'm just here going, why? Why do you put me through this? So what do you thought of the movie? (sighs) Okay. Okay, was there any movie that you did like? No, not really. I don't like these films. (laughs) Well, I don't know what you keep thinking. Would you still like the film? If I didn't like the first one, what makes you think I'm going to like the other three now after this? I'm just saying, you know, there might be something that you might, that you thought was okay in the movie. If I can remember, I think I blocked most of the shit out. Would it make sense that I was high watching these films? Uh, Yes, yes it does. Yeah, there you go. Oh my God. I, I remember a few things. And I'm just here going, why is he in the water? What is with that water scene? No, because like in the movie, you know, he's he's trying to escape through <coughs> by a Jeep and he gets into a car crash and that's how he gets into the water. Yeah, but we see the scene like more than one <coughs> time. I don't know what to tell you. And do they still explain the fact what the hell happened to his memory? Uh, we don't see that. Uh, well, I mean, he still, he still, he still has amnesia, so he doesn't re- totally remember everything about him. But we do find out towards the end of the movie that his name is David Webb. Okay. So we now know Jason's real name. Yeah. But we do know a little bit more. Like each of these movies, we we know a little bit more and more about them. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, the Born Supremacy as a rating, I'll give this one uh, four creepy stalker moments out of five. Three and a half. Why is there cameras in my place? Out of five. Oh my god! Really? 
that's the only thing I remember with the just who does what normal person does this so in so we get the next movie which is 2007's The Bourne Ultimatum once again it stars uh, Matt Damon as Jason Bourne Joan Allen as Pam Landy Julia Stiles as Nikki Parsons with uh David Straithern as Noah Volson, Scott Glenn as Ezra Kramer, Albert Finney as Dr. Albert Hirsch. So in the movie, because the movie um, kind of takes place in, in between the two movies, Well, no, is no. there like an order to watch these films? No, because this is the third movie. This is the third movie. Okay. So, I was say, there's like some weird order. So in the movie, you know, we see uh, Jason uh, escaping from, um, uh, you know, you know, dealing with the car crash ordeal by the German police and manages to head to uh, uh, to America. Wait a minute. I'm trying to remember because I'm trying to remember because I watched these movies a few months ago. Yeah. So that's the thing. So I'm not. Um... Huh, I don't know why my news feed just popped in. What did you do? Who did you murder? I didn't murder nothing. Why'd your new feet popping up? And I usually happy when you done something illegal. No, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. He's dealing drugs. I'm not dealing in drugs. <laughs> but the FBI pops in. Someone dealing drugs. How would you feel? How would you feel when I said that FBI started knocking on your door? Yeah, thank you for that one. <laughs> would you love me or would you hate me? Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, okay, now I remember. So, so in the beginning of the movie, uh, Pamela Landy tries to figure out more about P Project uh, Treadstone. So she talks about. So she heads over to director. Ezra Kramer to find out what the hell's going on. Meanwhile, a journalist from The Guardian meets up to learn more about Bourne and, and the new uh, Operation Blackbriar, which was the operation after Treadstone, <coughs> and gets the attention of Jason Bourne, who uh, tries to help him out because, because he's being targeted by, by the CIA. And eventually is killed by the CIA at a, at a train station in Waterloo, in England. And uh, because of that, um, Bourne tries to... Uh, Bourne uh, gets a hold of uh, the journalist's belongings, finds out some notes... Including revealing the the name of the source that he used that he met with earlier, named Neil Neil Daniels. 
So Bourne heads on over to to his office, and there he finds uh, Nikki Parson, who apparently has shared a history with Bourne. So she helps Bourne out by taking, by uh, going with him to to uh, Tangier to meet up with Daniels. But there, uh, a CIA operative by the name of uh, Desh kills Daniels during a um, during an explosion. And uh, afterwards, Bourne manages to save Nikki from being killed by Desh, and he then heads on over to. Um, He then heads on over to uh, to New York when he finds Daniels's briefcase and the address of a deep cover CIA bureau that's in New York, and that's where we get the scene where Bourne is talking to um, to Pamela Landy. So Noah Volson decides to uh, to follow and uh, and spy on uh, on Pamela Landy. So, Marissa, would you feel any better if I said, oh, no, I'm not spying on you. I'm observing you. Doesn't make it better, you fucking serial killer. (laughs) When you say that you're spying on someone, you become a stalker. But when you say you're observing someone, you're becoming a serial killer. Or maybe a partly a sociopath. Oh, my God. Anyway. No, you're a person of interest. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop trying to make stalking okay. Look, no women like to be for video cameras in her bedroom or in the bathroom while she's doing things. But what if your kink uh, but, just, but but what if what, what if what if what if that's your kink? As long as two consenting adults are a part of it, then it's okay. <laughs> then it's okay. <laughs> it's honestly to be honest, that actually it's kind of a fetish. Some some people like it to be spied on and to be stalked, which I'm here going. I'm not here to kink shame anyone. But that is a thing. But why? I I don't get what the thrill be stalked and fucking, you know, spied on. I I don't get that. That 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 sounds more like you get paranoia. Right. Jesus, that doesn't sound like a good thing. But again, you know, there's people out there that like that. I'm not kink shaming that. I'm not going. Oh my God. I'm just ask. I'm legit asking. Why is this a thing? Again, it's not my thing because, well, I, I find that very creepy. As you should. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on. So okay. So Matt Damon, um, get some help. From Pamela Landy, and while Landy is being stalked by Noah Volson and his team of CIA operatives, Matt, um, Jason Bourne, excuse me, heads into um, into Noah's office and calls him up. And Noah's like, "Oh, hey, you know, why did you come into my office and we could talk, you know, one on one?" And Jason's all like. You know, well, 
you know, I know you're not in your office. And I was like, oh, why, why would you assume, why would I be lying that I'm not in my office? And Jason's like, oh, if we, because if you were in your office, we'd be talking one-on-one right now. <laughs> again, which again, if I was going, if I was in your room, Marissa, how freaked out would you be if I'm calling you up? I would probably scream, jump, drop my phone, and then pee myself. Like, like Marissa, where are you? Like, oh, I'm not, I'm in my, in my, in my, I'm in my room. Oh, we're talking about the Jason Bourne film where they find out where he's at and they're like, they got the camera set up. And this is Lewis. Well, how would you feel if I just end up coming, you know, into your room and, your room and I'm just right there? I'd be like, wait, well, I've jumped, dropped my phone because I'm scared and then I pee myself. And stalking is not an okay thing. No women likes it. Oh my God, this is daunting. Well, plenty of women like it when I stalk them. No, you just consider a creep unless that's actually a fetish. <laughs> oh my God. But no, like... So Jason uh, gets his hand on some important documents and hands them over to uh, Pamela Landy as soon as he meets her. He then goes inside this uh, one CIA training facility where he meets up with Dr. Albert Hirsch and we find out that that Jason Bourne as David Webb was conditioned by Albert Hirsch to be their CIA uh, assassin. And afterwards, Pamela Landy leaks some information to um, to, to somebody in Congress and starts the ball rolling on on there being congressional hearings on Ezra Kramer and Noah Volson. And uh, the movie ends with uh, with Jason presumably killed, but we know that he's he's alive and well. And that's how the movie ends. Uh, yeah, you know these three movies by themselves would have been great as a trilogy. I know there's two more movies going that's around the corner. I I really thought this movie was pretty good. It was okay. And it yeah. shows us more of of a Bourne's past that that he thought he was doing something uh that would benefit his country and it turns out that the CIA was just using him as a as a mindless drone pretty much. So, I would give this movie, um, three and a half stalker training out of five. Give me this one, three and a half, you know, stalking is not okay out of five. Oh, my God. It's not okay. These movies are not okay. These are like stranger danger movies. We know stalking is not good unless you really, really love her. <laughs> Stop giving people the wrong idea. <laughs> and you wonder why serial killers happen. Oh my god. But nice stalker was not an okay man. No, no, he wasn't. So the next movie in the series is actually kind of a spin-off film. Uh, the Born Legacy, which came out in 2012. 
so directed by Tony Gilroy. Uh, the movie doesn't have Jason Bourne in it at all. The movie stars uh, Jeremy Renner as Aaron Cross, Rachel Reyes as Dr. Marta Shearing, and Edward Norton as Colonel Eric Bayer. Then why is this part of the Bourne series if it doesn't have Bourne in it? Because, okay, the reason it doesn't have why this is part of the Bourne series is because Aaron Cross is supposed to be like another version of Jason Bourne. Oh, okay. And they couldn't add Bourne. Why? I don't know why Matt Damon didn't come back for this film. Or, or if there was even talk of him coming back for this film. Uh, let me see if there was any... Um... reason as to why okay Matt Damon told the playlist he could not see his character and the character played by Jimmy Renner being in a movie together okay oh okay 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 Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass did not like the script which is why Paul Greengrass did not want to return as director and Damon would have returned if only Paul would return as director. So okay. there you go. So, so one because the fact you know he was making another Ocean's movie. No, although those Ocean movies are, are are pretty good. I really enjoy them. Yeah, same here. You said that's the only movie I can enjoy. <laughs> so okay, so <clears throat> so the movie takes place during. Uh, the Bourne ultimatum. Because we see Bourne uh, running around in the CIA going crazy. So because of that, um, Edward Norton's character, uh, Colonel Eric Bayer, uh, tells the CIA that we need to uh, start, you know, uh, putting putting a lot of these projects on ice. We need to start shredding paperwork. We need to start, you know, all the things an, an innocent normal person does when he's about to be arrested by the police. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're not innocent. They have shit on them. So what do you do? You get rid of the evidence. Listen, listen, it is perfectly normal when the police are coming after me that I start shredding paperwork, burning clothes, and make a kill list. It's perfectly normal. <laughs> Backward city did you come from? <laughs> uh, I'm from Compton. Isn't your whole answer to shoot the police? Yeah. Uh, and die high paperwork and burn evidence. So, so we meet up with Aaron Cross, who is a um, who is the new operative. We find out that he has been um, physically enhanced with drugs. Oh, I thought we were going to say that he's been used, abused. Well, sort of, because we do find out later on that they. Uh, Fudged his IQ points to make him a little bit smarter for him to join the army 
And from there, he was uh, approached by Eric Bayer to join his other program. Oh, and I thought he was approached by a man who has big dick energy. Well, what's more big dick energy than one man telling another man, Hey, you want to come with me and become my personal assassin? My whole question would be, is there cookies involved? Oh, my. And do we get a free mug and a t-shirt? And do we meet up every Saturday? God damn it. Stop telling everybody you would do, you, you would do anything for cookies. And a free mug with a t-shirt. Oh, my God. Anyways. I think they don't know. We're meeting up every Saturday for this. Because I can't do it any other week because I play cards with Satan every Monday through Thursday. Of course you do. And with Cthulhu as well, too. With Cthulhu, I guess Sunday because, you know, why not? So, yeah. So, so in the movie... Um, Um, so, so in the movie, as part of their, you know, trying to get rid of evidence, they start killing several doctors and scientists who worked <clears throat> on the drugs that made, that gave Aaron some, some, uh, enhancements, Aaron. So he, um, so Aaron decides to go ahead and save the doctor who was helping him. And uh, they head on over to um, uh, the Philippines because uh, Eric because Aaron is running out of pills, so I guess they need more pills. I don't know. I don't know. Is that how that works? I I don't know. No. Yes. And you know it's there that he um that yeah he's uh that he's being stalked by more uh c i a assassins and uh, finally he got he manages to uh to get rid of some of them and at the end of the movie he is on a boat safely. With uh, with uh, with Rachel, as they plot their next uh, course, as to where to go next, and at the end of the movie, we also find out that Eric, that Noah Volson from the last movie, managed to turn the tables on Pamela Landy, and seems to get manages to escape from any meaningful punishment scot free. Yeah. After the events of the Born Ultimatum. Okay, so what was interesting about this movie, I thought, was that it's it's a little bit more action paced than the last movie. Yeah, but there's no blood. But there there it was a little bit, but not too much. Well, what did you thought of 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 Aaron replacing Born? It it was out of touch. Like it, it just felt wrong. Like, like, would you have preferred Born to be in this movie? Yeah, I would have. Honestly, I would. But uh, again, 
you know, you can't control that. I think, no, I think this was a, an, an attempt to see if they could maybe spin the do franchise. Yeah, do something different, spin yeah. the franchise off in, in a different direction. Because I know there was a Treadstone TV show that only lasted for one season. Yeah. And I don't know how good that show was. And it wouldn't have made sense for, I don't know, would it made would it have made sense if we find out that Jason was under drugs rather rather than being just a normal person? Yeah, that would make more sense. But you know, they didn't do that. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't. I, I mean, I I enjoyed this movie pretty much, you know, and and but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about having Hawkeye in this movie. I don't know if that was a good. I don't know. <laughs> That's how I feel at the moment. So I'll give this movie three, three trips to the Philippines out of five. Okay. So, which means we're at our final movie. Which was 2016's Jason Bourne. So the movie is directed by Paul Greengrass. And once again, stars Matt Damon as Jason Bourne. Tommy Lee Jones as CIA director Robert Dewey. And Alicia Vikander as Heather Lee. Uh, Julia Stiles returns as Nikki Parsons. Riz Aman as Aaron Cooler. And uh, Vincent Castle as the asset. So in the movie, um, I'm trying to remember uh, what was the catalyst that brought the whole thing together. Okay, so in the movie, we find we find Nikki Parson is trying to uh, get information about the CIA, more specifically about Bourne, and when the CIA tries. To hone in on her, she manages to to escape and give ward to Bourne, who's now living as some sort of street fighter in the middle of nowhere. What she had found out, more specifically, she found out that Bourne had a father, and um, and and for him to get back to her. So, so we also find out that Bourne has sort of recovered in large part from his amnesia, from his, uh, amnesia. And, uh, so when Heather, so when Nikki hacks into the CIA, it alerts, uh, Heather Lee, who goes over to the CIA, to, uh, to Robert Dewey who gives her the okay to go ahead, plan on a mission to try and capture Jason Bourne and Nikki Parson. So during, so while they're in Greece, uh, Bourne and Parsons are being tracked by several CIA agents, and Nikki is killed by the main protect, the main antagonist, the Asset, who is trying to kill Bourne. After Bourne gets 
Parsons' uh, USB flash drive, he goes over to another hacker and uh, uses his computer to find out what the hell is going on, getting some information. At the same time, uh, Robert Dewey is trying to... Um, is trying to... Um, He's trying to get um, the CIA, um, the CIA guy, Aaron Cooler. Um, I forgot what the deal was with Aaron. Because I think Aaron was trying to go public. Yeah. But Dewey was secretly funding. Uh, Aaron, about what the hell was going on, and and Dewey wanted Aaron to cr to use a real time mass surveillance as the n latest uh, CIA targeted assassinations program. So while Cooler. In the movie, he's having second thoughts about giving the CIA access. Because, honestly, wouldn't you? Yes. If you had a, a program that would allow the CIA to kill anybody they want, wouldn't you be hesitant to give it to them? Yeah, pretty much. You're giving someone a fucking, you know, gun in a way. Am I wrong? Pretty much. So, so in the movie, um, Bourne starts to track uh, Malcolm Smith, who was a former Treadstone operative in London, and while evading CIA surveillance and capture, um, the uh, uh, Smith. Tells uh, tells Bourne that it was his father, Richard Webb, that created Treadstone, but they had but he had tried to prevent Treadstone from recruiting his his own son. However, uh, Smith gets killed by the acid, and so Bourne has an uneasy alliance with Heather Lee, and gets the information that. That uh, uh, Robert Dewey is heading to uh, to Las Vegas to not only go to a uh, surveillance convention, but to also um, try and get uh, Cooler to change his mind. However, uh, Dewey is plans to use the asset to kill Cooler during the convention, and Lee, and later on Heather Lee. Matt, uh, Jason Bourne manages to stop the assassination attempts and and confronts uh, Dewey and we finally find out that because R Richard prevented the CIA from attempt from recruiting uh, Jason into it, he was killed by the asset to incentivize Jason to joining Treadstone. 
for his father's murder. And that's how uh, that's how Jason Bourne came to be. Um, eventually, Robert Dewey is killed. Um, Jason confronts the acid and kills the acid for killing his father and meets up with Heather Lee, who had met up with another CIA director who tells him that she can manipulate Bourne into coming back into the fold, and if not, then, then they'll kill her. Then they'll kill Bourne. So when Bourne meets up with Heather Lee, he gives her uh, a little package, and Heather finds out that Bourne had put a surveillance equipment on her car and on her persons and knows her conversation with this with the uh with Edwin Russell. And that's the end of the movie as Bourne is walking around uh Washington DC. Okay. So yeah, so that's the word of the day. The word of the day we, we're not stalking, guys. We're we have somebody under surveillance. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, wait, you came up with a new word. Where's that technically a new word? But you get what I mean. It's not stalking anymore. It's surveillance. Oh, my God. It's the same thing, though. Except, you know what? Except one is technically legal. The other one isn't. Yeah, I have Marissa under surveillance, you guys. What did you say, Dante? Oh, my God. He says Spike is legal if you have the right documents. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, yeah, what do you think the Bourne movies are about the government, damn it? They said mainly the government had the right to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's the unfortunate bit. So, pretty much that's the end of the movies. Uh, we don't know yet if we're getting a sixth movie. I would like to see there, to, to there being a sixth movie, uh, a resolution to what the, to, to Bourne. Guns don't kill people. The government, government does. does. Oh, God. I should get that as a sound clip. You should. Um. Anyways. I, that whole kid's... Now makes me... Makes me remember the whole thing about the beast. Oh, yeah. Computers don't make errors. What don't they I do, they do on purpose. By now, your name and particulars have been fed into every laptop, desktop, mainframe, and supermarket scanner that collectively make up the global information conspiracy otherwise known as the Beast. Dale, I'm having a problem with one videotape. Not some kind of high-tech boogeyman. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, I mean, so this... Okay, so this movie, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, it has a couple good action scenes. Um, you know, again, it, you know, these movies are somewhat kind of forgetful since, you know, it's only been a month since I've seen these movies and I forgot most of them already. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just focusing on other things. My tits. I mean, they are kind of distracting. <laughs> They are kind of <laughs> distracting. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, whatever. I have evil boob magic. 
Uh, anyways. So, but no, I mean, this movie was pretty good. It was, it, I, I really enjoyed it. And, okay, so what's funny was that um, I actually got this as a free movie. And and before that, I've never seen any of the Bourne films. It was only oh. until recently that I started watching them. And, 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 and I really enjoyed them so much so that I went ahead and bought them on but the disc set on Amazon, but uh, no, I really didn't enjoy watching the f- watching this movie, and I really hope they do make another one. So with this one, I'll I'll give it a four and a half. Um, surveillance out of five. I was gonna say I will have this one four and a half. Uh, surveillance equipment out of five. I'm giving this one three and a half. You know, I'm th- I'm just going to rate all these three and a half because again, it's technically in the middle if you th- if you think about it. So three and a half. You know, this is still not legal out of five. Yeah. Because I think three and a half is like it. It wasn't great, but it's okay. Please do not take anything from this movie. I'm stalking women. Yeah, no. All jokes aside, don't don't do that. They don't like it. It's no, creepy. It's creepy. Unless unless you both are two consenting adults, then it's fine. Other than that, but you know uh, what? But you know what? it's no, so like it. it's so interesting how this movie kind of sort of influenced James Bond movies in, in a way, because uh, one big complaint about. Um, Quantum of Solace, the second James Bond movie to star Daniel Craig, was how much that movie felt like a Jason, like a Bourne movie, rather yeah. than a James Bond movie. <coughs> and the thing is, these spy movies, you know, they're interesting. I really enjoy them. They're more of a government conspiracy films than anything else, because again, what's more government conspiracy than the CIA has a hit has has a whole squad of assassins and hitmen. You know that's that's a huge conspiracy theory, right? Right. And I find it interesting that throughout all these movies, we always see the CIA killing Americans, but killing them to protect other Americans. Uh, that's not how that works. Like that, the, I don't. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. So the movies you can act, okay. So I'm gonna tell you what happened to me, but yeah, you can watch. You can get all the movies on all five of them on a collector's edition on the uh, Born Ultimate Collect Ultimate Collection for actually a surprising amount of. Pretty cheaply, too, for about, like, $30. Oh, okay. You can get all of them on Blu-ray. Uh, Amazon has them all on DVD for $25. Oh, no, that's not bad. And you can get the 4K one for 50 And like I said, it all comes... All th- 
you know, and both collections does come with digital codes, I believe. So you can watch the films uh, digitally on, on Vudu. Okay, don't do what I did because I bought. What did you do? I bought the the Born Ultimate Collection. Because on it, it said that, oh, you know, there's even space at the end for you to put a, um, a, uh, to put in the, the, the Jason Bourne movie when it comes out. So in my mind, that meant that, okay, so this collection doesn't come with the Jason Bourne movie, so I need to buy it separately. So I went on eBay and I paid like, I think like 10 bucks for that film. The Ultimate Collection comes with Jason Bourne. So you dumb fucked up. I mean, I only wasted 10 bucks. Well, yeah, but still, though. I mean, I understand you. I'm here like, oh, 10 bucks is not that bad. Yeah, 10 bucks isn't bad, but... But still, you're, you're just there like, like well, I could have just saved my money and got the got this got this instead. Yeah, I... Me, I have been there before with... I have been there like that, where it's like... Oh, I spent this much on, on a game. Oh, okay. And then later on, there's like a different version of it where it's like, What oh. well, What the thing is, is that I, I now have two copies of, of the same movie. No, well, there you go. Why don't you just sell one? Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll you can just sell like one of the, D- what is it, like a physical DVD copy? It's a physical Blu-ray copy. I haven't. I have. It's it's still sealed. I haven't. I haven't opened it. Then there you go. You can probably, you can either sell it on eBay or just sell it. Else would they? Uh, the FYI store would, would have you. You know, would take it, and you can build up. You can you know basically turn it in for money. I don't know how much you get for it, but at least you get something. Right, right. I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That, that might be something to uh, to look at maybe in the future when I'm living with you and we'll find out. Because there are certain things I also want to start. I, I kind of want to sell as well. Like my DVD copy of um, of Gundam Double O. Oh, oh yeah. FYI. Uh, oh, FYE. Uh, the one inside the mall, they take they, they take DVDs. They take anime DVDs because they have their own section of anime, and they take uh, movies as well. They have a band of movies, a horror band of movies for like five bucks, five bucks a piece for a horror for for any horror DVDs that they have. Right, right. So, like I said, so that might be something to look at in the future. Yeah, but otherwise. Like I said, I, I enjoyed the movies. I know you didn't. I get I don't like these films. Everyone who knows me like going, why would you make her watch these films? Yeah, and I wonder what's gonna happen. And I wonder what you're gonna say to me when uh, when we start to review the Mission Impossible movies. Are are you still there? Yes. I only like the first Mission Impossible movie. Um, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I thought it would be fun to get your perspective, I but obviously... Saw, I never saw the rest of the films, but I only know the first one. But yeah, so evidently... You know what? I, I, I think this was a missed opportunity. I think this should have been a, uh, a, a solo review podcast. 
And had I mean, you, if you and wanted ha- to do it, yeah. And had you do another series by yourself? Yeah, so, but again, you know, this is what you make me do, and I'm here going, technically, I get paid for this. Because you're wondering, because everyone's wondering, how the hell do you get paid for this? He buys me things with his money, that's my paycheck. Oh my god. Am I wrong? Technically, I don't get paid for these fil- for, for for doing this podcast. You don't get paid for you just pay for my shit because I want to do it because I want to do it for free. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, no, my streaming I do for free. I let people want to you know put in tips every now and now and again, but then again, tips are like three bucks. Uh, anyway, so anything else to say while uh, before we wrap sh- uh, things up? Uh, nope, that's about it. Okay, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Marissa Marjorome uh, Marissa Mar- Marissa 9. Uh, Instagram, Ufer Marjorome. I'm on Twitch right now. I'm not streaming because it has been hot. And I'm just too tired from, from, from moving. Uh, I might not stream for a couple of days because I got my COVID shot and I'm going to see how well I do. I don't want to be streaming and then having having issues while we're recording. There's that. Uh, Anime Velvet, you can find me on, on Facebook or Woodsman Podcast on Facebook as well, too. I'm always on there. Yeah, and um, yeah, you can find me at DragoGod at Twitter.com. Because if you're wondering, where do we reach Dante at? Uh, Dante, he's on Twitter at Dante Mazzarome. Other than that, uh, he's on PlayStation as well. If you want to add him on Dante Mazzarome as well on PlayStation to play Battlefield with him, he is on. All right. So, the next... That's where he usually is. Right, right, right. So, for the next podcast... Uh, we're going to be talking about, once again, the King of the Monsters. We're going to be talking about the Heisei era of Godzilla. Yay. I kind of like these films, but at the same time, though, I already have a friend who's hyped up about these films, and I'm just here going... I, I, I'm trying to get tired of Godzilla, to be honest, because of her. Right. Because all she does on her Facebook just show Godzilla stuff, Godzilla stuff, and it's like, I, I'm not saying Godzilla is bad, but damn the obsession. Yeah, no, and I, I get what you're saying. But, man, I, I, I've been enjoying these, these new films, especially when, since I got the majority of them already. Oh, yeah. I might not be able to watch the ones that are missing because the site that I usually watch them on uh, got taken down. So I might just have to watch the ones that are on Voodoo. Um, well, I mean, try to find it. Uh, uh, I think those two movies are are not too hard to find, I think. Well, yeah, I will have to go to like another obscure website probably that I kind of hear going... I really want to risk ruining this computer with potential viruses. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's up to you. you uh, let me yeah, know. There you, you go. Yeah, just let me know. All right. Because the thing is, uh, 
like there is a way to watch uh, the Return of Godzilla and its original uncut Japanese, but I would have to subscribe to Shout Factory on on um, on um, Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. So that's that. So that's what I'm gonna say. Anyway, so thank you all for listening. I hope to do this again real soon. Later. Bye. Z. Thank mm-hmm. you.